This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. We got that bitch going. Mic uh, check. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic uh. check, one, two, one, two. Mm. Nigga, hold up. Keep that energy, nigga. You might want to get your freestyles off. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. Memories on corners with the foes in the moles. Watch up the store for the rose. Talking straight forward to hoes. Got uncles that smoking some for blow up their nose to cope with the lows. The wind is cold and it blows. In they socks and they soles, niggas holding they rolls. Corners leave souls open and close. Hoping for more, but nowhere to go. Niggas rolling in droves. They shoot the wrong way, cause they ain't knowing they goes. The streets ain't safe, cause they ain't knowing the cold. By the foes, I was told, either focus or fold. Got cousins with clothes, hope they open some doors. So we can got clothes and roll in the rolls. Now I roll in the O's with windows that don't roll. Down the roads with cars get broken and stole. These are the stories told by <laughs> I did rap over this beat too. <laughs> hey man, I 100% rapped over this. Beat, Shout out dog. to Con. That's one of my favorite songs ever, dog. He was absolutely spazzing. Yeah, definitely rapped over that. And shit. any nigga who ever rapped had to have rapped over that beat, or you wasn't really rapping in had 2005, to. six, man. Had Welcome to. back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 111 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up? What up, though? Shman Jay Johnson, uh, one half of Shop Talk Podcast, one half of This Week in Culture. Nigga, one half of everything. Facts, facts. And This Week in Culture, we review episode seven of season three of The Shy on Showtime. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Back with another episode of Lena on her. We Lena. review the final season of, Dog. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. the Shy, bro. Um, uh, it's, it's not getting better, man. It's getting weirder. It's the final and, season, dog. Like, sometimes I like when shit gets weirder, but this has been a very, like, huh? <laughs> Don't you just watch the episode being like, wait, what? <laughs> like, hey, nigga, I, woke, I, I stayed up. I was tired. Oh, man. Last man. Night, dog. I was tired as yeah. fuck. And I literally had a, hey, yo, get the fuck out of here, moment. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed at my television three different times. Like, I'm like, hey, yo, get the fuck out of here, dog. You can't. Can you get the fuck out of here, man. It, it, uh, it was some, I mean, it was different levels of unbelievable moments in this yeah. episode. Everything from poor acting to just like really shaky writing. Like some to, of the writing was so bad. Dog. To giant leaps and bounds. Man. How we go from here to here? I mean, speaking of giant leaps and bounds, we just jumped two months from last week. So, or from maybe two episodes ago, max. Like from when they, when the last time they said it was a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so now it's been a couple months, man. So. It's it's been a lot of uh, disparities within the script. It's been a lot of just complete kind of rewrites of certain characters, certain plots. Like we kind of we're gonna talk a little bit about how I hate what they're doing with Emmett right now. Like absolutely hate, bro. Fam, Lena don't respect me, dog. <laughs> I, I figured it out. That's what Jay texted me too. That nigga texted me like three hours ago. Like, yo, Lena does not respect me, dog. I'm like, does she like? Do you think I'm a bitch? Dog. <laughs> what does Mr. Wallace look like? Dog. <laughs> does he look like a bitch? Oh, why are you trying man. to fuck him like a bitch? 
Like, uh, I really feel like some, like I am getting disrespected here. It's huh? definitely some things that make you go, hmm, some things that make you maybe uh, question a bit. Um, and we're going to get into a lot more theories and uh, maybe some predictions for these last three episodes. Sure. But before we get into that, man, uh, thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who hits me and lets me know I do not any longer or never have watched The Shy, but I listen to y'all pod, a lot of reviews. We appreciate y'all because if you were watching The Shy, you might not want to watch The Shy no more. I, I mean, like, even if you don't watch The Shy, you can at least get a good hour yeah, of, of yeah. content before we start talking about The Shy. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody who lets me know that our reviews are the only reason they still watch the shy because of how up and down the season has been, man. Um, it's funny. I put some people onto the shy maybe about a month ago, um, yeah. a little bit, few episodes into the season, and they binged through it. And they was like, yeah. oh, my God, man, season one and two was crazy. I'm so happy I could catch up. And then they like, dog, what's going on? And yeah. I'm like. I'm talking to this young lady. Yeah. You know, she said she was going Ben watch she want to get caught up yeah because uh I, and like when they ask me how what's up with the shy is it good yeah i don't never know how to answer it because season one and season two were so fucking they were great so good bro it's hard for me to answer like should you watch it yeah. uh yeah. I've, I've been telling people straight up if you watch seasons one and two and how good they were and how easy it is to like love those characters let all of that go before you start season three like if you just started this episode, this this shit in season three, you would not, you wouldn't have a bad impression. How we yeah, have a bad impression? Um, yeah, yeah, because seasons one and two set a standard, and this season just has not lived up to it. Again, the writing has been poor. Um, you know what kind of made this episode stand out a little bit more on the poor writing? So I rewatched. Tell me if you ever watched this show when it was out, Survivor's Remorse. Yes. So I rewatched. Um, it was four seasons on uh, Stars. Used to Chris come show. on right after Power went off really uh, in the summer. This came on late summer, early fall. It's always been a great show. I love Survivor's Remorse when it was out. But what I really loved about it and what stood out this weekend when I rewatched it, the writing and the script and the dialogue between characters and the way that they back and forth and and have little one on ones and arguments and all is so fucking good, dog. Yeah. And then literally, I promise, dog, when I turned the shy on and heard how bad the conversations are now and the writing is and the script is, it really made me like, it's. it was like nails on the chalkboard, dog. Yo, um, Lena is the female version of a corny dude. <laughs> like, she just kind of corny. Facts. Like, Facts. some of the shit she get off with, it'd be like, yo, this not really, this not really it. Fam. This not this not it. Hey, Lena not gonna surely chisel me. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, fam. Like, fam, no. And here's what, dog. Like, I was like, love to Shirley chisel me hey, and respect to that entire story. But the way she said it was so like, fam. Don't nobody even talk like that. You trying to y'all not gonna surely chisel me. Y'all trying you trying to garner some imaginary emotional like, fam. No, you didn't lay the groundwork for that conversation, fam. and you said that shit weak as hell. So unbelievable. Again, the acting, dog. And it's what I said when she first appeared on here. I said, I wonder how convincing that speech she gave at the church would have been if she could act. a better actor had delivered them lines. Because I'm like, it started off shaky, but by the end, some very valid points were being made. Like, But it was so hey, listen, non-well acted, dog. Let's travel back in time. Season three, episode one. Bad. The scene where Kima was giving her speech. Oh, man. That was the beginning. That powerful. Yeah. It got powerful. So what, what I'm saying is yeah. let's travel back. Like, 
when the season first started, yeah. and that was the first scene. Yeah, I ca- at when, Brandon's funeral. When it was going on, I was thinking like, yo, I'm not really feeling this shit. Yeah. I had no idea what I was in store for. Oh, man, you didn't realize that was Emmy Award winning. Like, I had no idea. Like, yeah, I had no idea that see, that that would be the best acting you was going to catch on this show. Um, We was going to be on a roller coaster from there. But we're going to get into that, man. We don't want to get y'all too much of the shot right now. Speaking of Emmy Award winning, uh, Emmy nominations were released last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, A lot of black people. Are, are in these nominations. We got Zendaya, Yvonne Orji, Insecure for Outstanding Comedy Series, um, Anthony Anderson, Don Cheadle, Billy Porter, Issa, oh, I already said Issa, um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, let's see, Regina King for Watchmen, one of our favorites from the last year. Um, Watchmen actually got- As you're saying this right now, there's yeah. a text coming through on my phone from someone referencing Watchmen right now. Bro, shout out to them. Shout out to Watchmen. And shout out to 26 Emmy nominations for Watchmen. That's fucking amazing, dog. One of those Emmy noms went to um, uh, Yaya. I can't. McMill looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of dog last name, but he got a nom. Um, Sneaking name, Yaya. Yeah, man. Uh, Mahershala Ali got a nomination. Uh, Sterling K. Brown caught another one. And even Keenan Thompson got an Oscar or an Emmy nom, pardon me, for uh, Damn, Saturday when, Night Live. Dog. When can This Is Us come back? Like, shit, it depends. In the fall? It's supposed to be back in the fall, like but. Like, in the fall, shit that would normally come on in the fall that yeah. records through the summer? Yeah. It ain't gonna come out. Yeah, that's. So I wondered that when, um, when they officially announced that Snowfall, we not getting it this summer. I was like, I wonder how many shows really did finish production enough that they could push the show out. Yeah. Because I doubt very many, dog. Because like, a, a lot of people finish the 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 bulk of it. Yeah. But it's like reshoots and, and different shit that you have to do. Yeah. And that just can't get done. Yeah, man. I'm uh I'm very curious how much like new programming we're going to get in the fall because that's prime television. That's when TV mm-hmm. becomes TV. And right now it's looking real shaky dog, but salute to everybody who got nominated for Emmys, man. I think insecure caught like six noms dog, something like that. I know Apple had a whole bunch of fucking shows on the Emmy nomination. Facts. Shit, facts. Kevin Hart got nominated for one for, um, don't fuck this up, mm-hmm. which was, a really good doc. I want to throw that out there now that it's been like some months and we had a chance to live with it. That was really good, dog, and uh, extremely personal, man. It was good TV. Facts, facts. Uh, oh, I didn't realize those were the first Emmy noms for um for Insecure, like all of them. Wow. Uh, well, no, Issa's gotten one before, but this is the first time that Yvonne's gotten one and that uh, they earned a Best Comedy Series nomination, which is big for a HBO show. 30-minute like, Yeah, yeah. That's like a big thing. You, Larry David and all them been running that world. So for them to join that excellent class. excellent job last season. Th- this, fam, if I knew what we were getting floating into the shy, I would have I enjoyed Insecure more. I would have gave them more flowers, dog. Like, Because it was amazing. We didn't really experience too much bad on this season at all. Like the bad we, quote unquote, experienced was yeah. just like. The character. Like, it we was, didn't like your character. Not that this shouldn't have. They had a couple episodes that was eight, seven and a halfs, maybe. That ain't bad at all, dog. Like, it was shot wonderful. Oh, it was shot beautifully, the, dog. The, 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 they were sitting in scenes. Yeah. Getting the con- We don't get none of that shit on the shot. Yeah, like man. we did with Brandon and Kevin's character. Yeah. Season one and season two. Salute to all the Emmy nominees, man. Uh, salute to black people in general, man. I'm I really I proud. 
I feel like we should get a best pod nom, dog. Like, why are we not in that? Uh, well, we about to be. Why are um, we not I in that? Connected with some folks. Yeah. But no, I, I want an actual Emmy though. Yeah. Like for television. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got to get on TV first. Facts, but, but uh, it can that can be a goal, dog. I, I'm not mad at that being a goal at all. I want to. I want to. I want a late night Emmy. Yeah. Because whatever I do is going to have to come on after 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the morning. I'm, You're not the daytime. Just not that not that type of content. No Phil Donahue type. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the Emmys, dog, uh, Latin America, Latin X, they not really fucking with the Emmy nominees. How do you pronounce dog. that? Latin X. It's supposed to be a capital X. But when it's a lowercase X, you got to pronounce it Latinx. That's what. I, yeah, it's supposed to be Latinx. And that is, uh, I heard at, at one point that was like disrespectful, but now it's the thing. Now it's the thing, I think. Because oh. I don't think you're supposed to say, uh, and pardon me if you're not supposed to say this, Hispanic or Latin American. I don't what? think you're supposed to say either one of them. Hispanic is like a slur? Yeah, I believe so. I'm dead ass. I don't think you're supposed to say Hispanic. Shit. Yeah. Um. Like Latinx. Hmm. Don't say Latin American. <laughs> don't say Hispanic. So, like, when is African-American going to become a slur? No, we uh, African X. Okay. We might got to be Afro-Tinks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can be. Because, like, sometimes, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'll be perfectly honest, I don't like being called African-American. I typically say black. Um, I, I'm comfortable with black. But a lot of people don't like black. I don't like person of color. Yeah. No, I, I'm not a PLC fan. Niggas be like, don't call yeah. me no color person, but you call me a, co- a person of color. Yeah. Like, Nigga, you remember we, uh, we found out about that uh, acronym BIPOC, uh, black, uh, damn, I forgot what the I was. It was like black, Indian, and people of color. And I it literally said Indian, I believe. Or maybe it said, uh, I don't know. But black, it was BIPOC. Black indigenous? It, maybe it did say indigenous. Pardon me. It might not have said Indian. I'm going to Google it just to make sure we ain't. Oh, yeah, it is indigenous. Pardon me. Not Indian. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man. Now we're the. Uh, hey, episode hey. 111 was our last one, man. It was great seeing y'all. Hey, when you go fuck with that community, now we're called the Black nah. Podcast. Hey. Those two podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll, we'll represent all black podcasts. So, uh, but no, so Latin X, uh, apparently that community had an issue with the Emmy nomination. So it started with John Leguizamo. He reached out to Twitter and said, why can't we Latinx have a piece of the pie? We are the largest ethnic group in America and missing as if we don't exist. Then to follow up on his tweet and response. So, uh, so, 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 so. Who said they the largest? Largest ethnic group in America and missing as if we don't exist. Do they think white people are white people not ethnic? Is that what is, he, is that what he's trying to say? Because, like, by the numbers, you might be talking about people of color. Uh, Hmm. They might be the largest people of color. I don't like that word. (laughs) I don't like the ethnic word. So then, uh, to follow up on his tweet, Dasha Polanco, who uh, you might know from Orange is the New Black, she responded and said, if it's only us speaking up on it, no one cares. It's the silence from those that fight for equality, but only their equality. Diversity, but diverse enough to include thyself. That mentality, as long as I'm good... I don't see a fucking thing. Let me ask a question. And I, I'm, I'm really just asking. Yeah, yeah. What's the show that they on? Ironically, um, she's on Orange is the New Black, which I don't, I watched half of the final season of it. I don't think that it was getting any more Emmy. They've received Emmys in consideration, some actors on there. I don't think it was getting none for her. Her character's never been that deep. Okay. John Leguizamo was in uh, When They See Us and actually received. An Emmy nomination. So I guess my is he is he saying that 
they don't have enough Emmy re- Emmy nominations or they don't have enough representation on television in general. I wanted to say so let's let's reread his his statement. It's why can't we Latinx have a piece of the pie We're the largest ethnic group in America and missing as if we don't exist. Missing as if we don't exist Miss- could be either one. We're missing from the Emmy noms or we're missing from television period. We're not on enough shows that are being considered in this. I mean, we we watch television damn near for a living. Like, what's the Facts. show I'm missing out on? Because if it's some fire shit, I want to watch it. And here's the thing. I'm also back to your question of, like, what is it exactly that he wants? Um, it, It's what we were asking about uh, on The Shy with the episode where they were in the gay bar, where it's, do you want a... Because that was also the episode they confirmed that uh, Trigg's girlfriend was a trans woman. Do you want more trans actors on shows or do you want them like to talk about yeah to like is it the representation of the group within the show that you want like what i want to know what the the other diverse groups are looking for when they say representation yeah john leguizamo maybe it's a thing where uh he don't feel that the shows that probably get pitched are getting picked up because they mm. feel, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I'm watching anything. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I, if it's good, it's good. That's my whole thing. And with, again, John Leguizamo received an Emmy nomination for when they see us last year. Yeah. So uh, not saying that, Oh, he got one. He should shut up and be happy. But it's, I'm like, maybe he is saying we need to be represented on more. Cause I, I can't be the only one up there when I, when I'm in these nominees, and it's a bunch of white people. Now we're starting to see a lot more black people. And then one Latinx representative. What I hear um, sometimes is the you ain't getting no representation or you don't, your life don't matter unless you're black. Yeah. And I hit a whole bunch of uh, black lives matter. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so I kind of get a hint of like, yo, we more than 13 percent of the population. These yeah. niggas on TV. We got to make enough noise. And so in, in the silent comment. Where yo, until the silent ones, I can I think yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. yo, the black people. So when speak she up started poking the knife, because her her comment started off, if it's only us speaking on it, no one cares. It's the silence from those that fight for equality, but only their equality. You like yo, you you just start poking the bear, dog. Like yo, uh, unless it's somebody black, then don't yeah. nobody care. And since the black people been fighting for they, y'all professional fighters fight for us too. So, I don't like. That I don't take. like that narrative. <laughs> I don't um, like that take. But she provided some additional context in a video on Instagram, which I'm gonna play right now. Hang on. I wanted to clarify on the tweet regarding the Latinx snubbed uh, in the Emmys. It was not shading our black community. Blackness is in my DNA as a Dominican, as an Afro Latina, as a whole. Okay. What I'm referring to is we cannot sit here and say we are snub and write these articles and all these kind of things when we ourselves are not doing our due diligence to create the work, to create the opportunities. We can't claim, oh, let's claim diversity, but when you're good, then everything else is okay. And, and diversity doesn't have to be about race. It has to be very good about pay. It has to be about positions. It has to be about uh-huh. equality. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I got from your statement. Yeah, the all. statement was very not. Because um, what she just said right there was accountability within the Latinx community. What she said in that tweet was, it can't just be us, the Latinx community. It got to be the niggas. It got to be them niggas who be nigging. <laughs> they got a nigga for us, too. 
But here's my thing, dog. One, no, we don't. And I'm not saying that as if we can't fight for it. But here's the thing. Black people always fight for everybody. You know what the issue be sometimes? Because I don't got to watch your show. No, because, not at all. Like, I don't watch. I don't watch every black show. No. Let's fact, be clear. Fact. So, like, I don't. If, if I'm not, like, connected to a particular show, a particular topic, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah. And I can understand they was like, well, since y'all allegedly only 13% of the population, why do y'all get so much love and, and, and quote unquote TV time? Because fortunately or unfortunately, yeah. we spend our money more than the other percentage. We spend, we spend more money than everybody. Yeah. So the reason that they're marketed to is because I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate. Yeah. We spend the money and we watch more TV. So yeah, I don't know. And I mean... Know. Again, I'm I'm never mad at a community who 100%. feels like they're not represented or underrepresented. Because in the video, it sounded like she said at the top, um, Emmy snubs. So that's not, we don't create the content. Yes. Y'all aren't representing us within these awards yes. and, and this recognition. So, so let's, give me the, I'll go watch. Hey, if, I, if there are some Latinx television programs or programs with latinx actors that we should be watching y'all let us know because because i'm with i love it. i don't know what episode it was but we literally sat on here and gave john leguizamo props for being an underappreciated actor within for 30 this years fam like you you ain't just a dumb comedian that it used to look like you were like you're smart as hell you can act your ass off and you're well accomplished latinx community or otherwise like you're so, a respected actor, bro. I mean, we this week in culture. It's not this week in my culture. And, yeah. It's this week in culture. Fam, so, I, I got on here. It's funny, you know, when you look at all the black uh, people that were nominated for Emmys, and you start seeing, like, the Zendayas and uh, Yvonne Orgies and the Issa Rays and the Tracy Ellis Ross and all that. It's like, fam, she talking like this is every year. Insecure been great for four seasons. This their first time getting the best comedy nomination, bro. Issa ain't won that award yet. Tracy might have won it once or twice. Regina really the only person out of everybody I named who's stepping up to end Mahershala Ali because he got an Oscar. But them probably the only two out of everyone I named that have consistently been included um, since their careers really, you know, reached the level they were. And I'm so. consistently better than y'all. Hey, that's another part. I like I like some of these shows, I like some of these character shows. Yeah. But let's not get it fucked up. Um, some people just better than y'all. And <laughs> The other part of, of that argument, so let's say they do start seeing more Latinx people represented. And I'm not talking about, when I say y'all, I'm not yeah. talking about like a whole community. I'm In talking fact, about, clear that up, clear that up. I'm talking about her. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, like I, I stopped watching Orange. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like and this nigga said, I'm talking about her. <laughs> so, um, what but else no, you no, got no. for me? Because I don't, I don't, hey, I don't, I don't like this show. I just, I want to know what we need to be watching. But then the other part of the argument will be, if they start seeing more nominees, then the issue will be, well, we not winning. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the the unwinnable argument, dog. It's the unbeatable fight. You can't argue for one thing because you know it's another fight around the corner. You get eight Latinx nominees and, and 10 Latinx programs nominated for stuff next year. The very next argument will be, yo, well, we ain't win. We lost to Regina King. And then that goes back to what you just said. Hey, I'm better than you. Like, being better than you is a thing. That matters, dog. Like, if I'm a better actor, nigga, that is what it is. Like, you can't tell me that, oh, uh, the Latinx community got to win because we had five out of the six nominees. Like, nah, nigga, the best actor is going to win. And if that wasn't you, then you're going to find another problem with it. So, 
it is what it is. I don't want to disrespect they they fight, but don't blame us for it though. He's good because it's his, self, his showmanship and everything. I speak better than you. I think better than you. I read more than you. I write more than you. These are facts every day of the week. How are you going to be better than me at this? Uh, that's how I just feel. How are you going to be better than us, man? That's how I feel. And bro. here's the thing. One of the reasons that black people fight so hard for the shit that we fight for when it comes to entertainment, music, athletics, whatever, is because we fight real hard to be better than y'all. Because we got to be we one have to be better than y'all but two genetically we're kind of disposed to being better than y'all uh we gotta just fight to be so you gotta be significantly better so somebody won't snub you so it gotta be like a super clear snub so we work extra hard just so you be like yo yeah nigga we won by 50 give me my like if you if me and jay watch boxing sometimes you gotta knock a nigga out you got to though can't give it to the judges judges gonna play you Sometimes you got to put a nigga on their ass and make sure they stay there. So Latinx community, keep working. Because guess what black people going to keep doing? Working. I'm not even going to say nothing to the Latinx community. Uh, Dasha. Dasha. Keep working. John Leguizamo. Because here's the thing. What we all got to do, because what I don't want the Latinx community to think is that we, black people, somehow have an advantage that we've never had in 700 years, bro. We've never been up, so I don't want the Latinx community to think now that we got a few Emmy noms that we up. We nice. not. We got nominations. Every one of them 26 nominations for uh, for uh, the Watchmen could go to the white people that worked on the set and on the show. Like, they don't, Regina King don't have to win shit. Yaya don't have to win shit. Nobody else black on there has to win a thing, bro. And, like, let's be real. Yaya do that great of an acting on the show because he, he wasn't even required he, he to. He didn't even say that's shit. not that character. It was not Yaya, but that literally ain't what that character does. So if you get him a nine, that's some like why he get a nine for Oh what? shit. Pardon me. Um some other nominees that I missed that I just saw when I ran to my phone right quick. Uh Wanda Sykes got a nom. Maya Rudolph got two noms, and Angela Bassett got a nom. So Salute to all the legends. Lou Gossett Jr. Question. Was that through the group earlier today? Oh, man. It's been all over. I didn't know what you're going to ask me. Holly Berry or Angela Bassett? Who's the better actor? For me, Angela Bassett by far. It's, it's not. It's, it's not, not a question. Uh, it's, not a it's not close. Where, where did that question come from? So somebody posted it in the Facebook thread. But then, like, Weezy just hit me on the way here and asked me. Because it was in the thread that Weezy in yeah, yeah, yeah. this morning. Yeah, so he probably shot it to me after y'all uh, was talking about it. Because, matter of fact, I know he did. Because he literally, when he sent it, he said, having a debate, who's the better actress, Angela Bassett or Halle Berry? Not just off filmography, but acting ability. It's, I don't think whether you're talking filmography or acting ability, Angela loses that argument, dog. And I can give you a million reasons why. I could really, if I want to tell you, give you an argument that Halle Berry maybe has three good roles that were like... Superb acting Yeah, roles. like... Really well acted, I tell you script off, well delivered. I'll tell you off rip, dog. Gothica is she played the fuck out of this character. I legitimately thought this bitch was crazy. Gothica was great. Like Gothica was underrated. Yeah. I also want to throw forget, that out there. F- forget the movie, because I mean it's one of them little scary murder yeah, yeah. joint. Charles S. Dutton was great. Yo, he murdered that role. And the white dude who ended up being That's a good movie. Yeah. Gothica was underrated. Th- yo, yo, that's a throwback review. Gothica was underrated because we can get into some intellectual like and there's some there's some bags we can get into there with that. Some of Halle Berry's best roles are her least successful movies. Did you ever see the one Perfect Stranger with her and uh, Bruce Willis where she was like 
working at he ran an ad agency and was accused of murder and she was a columnist newspaper columnist and i feel like I she have. went there and fake got a job so she could start investigating that nigga for the paper on the low you know what we very can do? good and very interesting movie you know what we can do some actor appreciation facts and we can give holly because like holly get the credit because she she's fine forever, yeah right? she fine forever she's one of the most probably across the board Observed beautifulest women ever in the she world. She list a couple. She times. on that, yeah. But like, just because I think Angela Bassett gets the nod, don't mean I don't think Holly can act. Yeah, so yeah. We can go through yeah, Holly's appreciation. Fam, my probably favorite Halle Berry role didn't even require her to go into like this crazy depth of acting. I really feel like it required her to just be her. Boomerang, nigga. Mm. She was fucking amazing in Boomerang because she was cute, kind of docile, kind of quiet. Didn't really seem like the type Marcus would go with at all. And then he shitted on her because she was the good girl who really rocked with him. Then at the end, she was looking good as hell. Man, I rock with Holly Berry. But when comparing her to Angela Bassett, I don't think it's a question. I wasn't mad at um, John Wick 3. No. No. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. I was not mad at that at all. Yeah. No. Allie, Allie, I feel like Cause it takes a different level. Cause I saw her training that she put in yeah, yeah, yeah. with Terran Tactical and the shooting and drill. Like that's a different level of commitment and the fighting. Like them was that, yeah. It's not like stunt doubles. Stunt stunt doubles. doubles. Yeah, yeah. So there's a different level of commitment that gets through there. But like, come on, man, it's Angela Bassett. Yeah, dog, Angela. And again, uh, this is coming from the nigga who is gonna be mad at Angela Bassett till my dying day for not being a good uh, Valletta Wallace. But God damn it, it's Angela Bassett, bro. It's not her fault. Yeah, you, and that's the other thing I, I will say about Hallie, just to make sure, like, I ain't even shooting bail. That's really how I feel. I think Hallie hasn't always had the greatest scripts in front of her, dog. <laughs> like, because one of her best performances was all, also one of her, like, smallest Um, when she played Gator's girlfriend in Jungle Fever. Crushed it as a crackhead. That was her first role. Man, look at this. this she ain't barely talked, but she killed it. This is what I said almost right him. I was like, I think Angela has shown much more range over her career. Yeah. She's gotten deep in the roles, whereas I don't think the roles that Holly has been called on to play have gotten to show the same variety. Yeah. She's only called on for certain type of roles. Yeah. And I think that um I thought she did a good job in Why Do Fools Fall in Love? That was cool. I wasn't the biggest I've said that on here. That ain't my favorite movie. But I do think of the women in that movie she easily held her own standing up next where, to Lorenz Tate. Where Vivica Fox? I don't, I don't even think she care about acting anymore. To be honest, here's my hot take on Vivica Fox. I don't think Vivica Fox could ever really act. Outside of her playing, uh, what's her name, and set it off, I've never looked at a Vivica Fox role and thought anything other than she's really pretty, dog. Like one of the more attractive women of that that era of 90s actresses. She ain't killed me. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna give her soul food. Soul food I actually think that's probably her best role. Now I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. She part 100 seemed like that role. I think all three of the sisters killed Soul Food movie. Like um, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, yeah. We can do uh just to kind of give niggas some little one offs and uh and maybe think of some additional content stuff as we go back to that combo we started with. Ain't too much in production. Um, we gonna start doing some actor appreciation episodes. Start ranking niggas' movies, um, and, and the roles that they've played, and really sort of talk about the iconography that exists within some of these actors, man. Um, I got a black movie board spin thingamajiggy, mm. and it's like a hundred names on there. Oh wow! You you spin it, you spin it real electronically, and it picks a movie. And then that's what you watch. You know, I was like, yeah. yo, what do we watch today? You spin that shit, you watch it, knock it off the list. 
I might um do that for our throwback reviews. That's so a whole hard, bunch of stuff dog. in there. That's um, kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. I, we can definitely get into that, man. It's an Excel, oh. sh- an Excel sheet too, by the way. Oh, so it's kind of easy to function and, yeah. and move around and make some edits too. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, real quick, man. Uh. Rest in peace to Herman Cain. Yes. Rest in peace to Herman Cain, man. Uh, Herman Cain passed late last week uh, after a bout with COVID-19 um, and complications from COVID. He already had uh, some previous conditions from his stage four cancer that he beat, and COVID took him on to uh, to glory, man. So rest yes. in peace to the man. Uh, as I posted on Facebook and on Twitter, Herman Cain should still be alive. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. Put some respect on Herman Cain's name, dog. Um, I see a lot of y'all out there talking real reckless, um, saying wild shit, um, as if he wasn't a black man who ran for the president of the United States Mm -hmm. in this country. Um, Y'all don't give him his love. Y'all don't get no respect because you don't like his political affiliation. I think that shit whack. Lifelong Republican, man. I think that shit whack. I also think it's whack that y'all run around here. um, He passed from COVID. Y'all like, yo, it's his fault. He should have wore a mask. I see currently pictures of y'all niggas out here at clubs yeah. with no mask on. Yeah. You're not wearing a mask with your friends and family because you just not. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. So for you to go ahead and like shit on somebody after they death yeah. for not doing something that you're not currently doing right now, yeah. I think that shit whack. Yeah. Um, I I hate that because of COVID. We don't. We still don't know shit about COVID. COVID is the 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 mysterious pandemic um around the world, and we still don't know. We don't know how you get it. We don't know if it's airborne. We don't know if it passes through germs. We don't know if it dies when it hits surfaces. We don't know shit. My cousin, um, her husband just get, just got it. Mm. He, this was what Thursday. Um, she hit the group and told us that uh, her husband had it, and she was getting her test. Her and the son was getting their test. Next day, she dropped her test results. She negative. The son has it. Jesus. So all three of us live in the same house. I live in the same bed with him. Yeah. Sleep like he got yeah. it. I don't. Sometimes the shit is deeper than your fucking mask. Yeah, man. We just it, don't it fucking is. know. Yeah. And and that's I, I have a friend, um, both of her grandparents have it, and she said they've literally not left home since March. They have not gone anywhere. She said, me and my brother go get, she posted this whole thing on Facebook. Said, me and my brother go fill their cars up with gas. We come over, we clean up, and we don't interact with them. They stay out of any area we cleaning up. They don't be in when we there. She said, we've brought groceries. We've had food delivered. They have not left the house. And she said, when they come over, like her and her brother to drop off groceries and shit, her grandparents put on masks. So she was like, I have no idea how they got it. But then when I was reading through comments, a lot of folks were saying, like, when y'all bring the groceries, are you cleaning them off? Like, are you washing their shit? When the uh when the postmates and Uber Eats people come, you don't are they wearing masks and shit? Well, it's y'all crazy. Said this shit don't let it don't last on services no more. So which one is it? I, and that's again, we just don't fucking know. So it's it's a dangerous assumption to say that going to the Trump rally gave Herman Cain COVID. You niggas is all out of time. We don't know. Y'all in Vegas. Y'all in Miami. Y'all in, in at Atlanta. Yeah. But y'all Cause, making Because here's the thing. Would I believe that going to that Trump rally might have been where he contracted it? Certainly. You could convince me of that because we don't know enough about COVID to, to say no. But if that's the case, then again, my concern goes back to what Jay said. I need all my people to get back to the crib and relax. That Trump rally down. was more than two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, he been about a month six and a half, since late June, bro. Um... And I need all my friends that's traveling and moving around and wilding out and going around and I don't see masks. Because I, I got some friends, honestly, they not even wearing a mask under the chin. 
they ain't wore a mask in forever and they were around 50, 60 people. Bro. And then the whole thing is the mask is to keep your germs to yourself. Facts. Facts. So him him not wearing a mask, you can say, yo, he gave it to somebody. Yeah. You can't say, yo, you you didn't wear a mask, so that's why you caught it. That's not how this shit work, allegedly. Yeah. Put some respect on that man name. Hey man, rest um, in peace, Herman Cain. Um, for whatever political views he he might have had and whatever conservatism that he had that a lot of folks, black folks didn't agree with. He still was a black man who ran for president in this country. And, hey, he went out living on his principles because the man you, told y'all. Can you say the same? He won't wear a mask, and he didn't. And if that is, in fact, what cost him his life, he knew the risk. And and rest in peace to the brother, man. Uh, What else going on, man? The strippers is snitching. The strippers is snitching, dog. Stripper business started a long time ago. Stripper business started in Africa. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Um... A stripper that works at Magic City named Aries. Fucking Aries. Jay, you know a lot about Zodiac. What these Aries on, bro? Hey, man, I'm an Aries. You're oh, man, you a fucking April baby. You know man. what I'm saying? So I don't know what it's just. Maybe she's not an April Aries, though. You know, it'd be different. No, that's just her name. <laughs> she she worked down at P-Valley. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, we going to give a, we going to talk a little bit about it. Um. So Aries came out and she told the media, said she danced for Lou Will that night. The media. <laughs> he didn't just come uh, to Magic City on a food detour and that he tipped me very well. Snitching, snitching, snitching. So if you listen to our episode last week. Bitch, you lying. Fam. And here's the thing. Aries could have gotten a tip. To my death. Deny, deny, deny. Here's my thing, though. I ain't even on no deny, deny, deny shit because Lou Will got two girlfriends. Lou Will's literally, literally the king of a polygamous life. Like that's he's very open about it. His girlfriends live with him in L.A. They lived with him in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta when Lou Will was there with his two girls. So I'm sure he ain't getting in trouble if he did go get a lap dance. The concern is, oh, you would go to the strip club and then come back to the NBA bubble. Why, nigga? But here's my thing. Him tipping her well still don't mean he didn't just go in there and get food. She could have brought him his food. I've been to Magic City. I think she Everybody said she in that, with that name. She did, but I'm saying <laughs> his story don't necessarily become invalid just because she throws the extra sauce on there that I danced for him and he tipped me very well. Nigga, maybe he tipped very well. She about to get the whole shit shut down. Fam, what you doing is actually blowing the fucking bag right now. Y'all not supposed to be dancing. And not only that, because Merrick Bottom said, Mayor Lance Bottom said y'all going back to phase one. So if you wasn't supposed to be in there dancing, you're going to get the club fucked up. But more importantly... Whether the club can be open or not, nigga, why are you snitching on a nigga that just paid you well? Come on, dog. You stripped. You did your job. He played basketball. He went back to go do his. Why are you trying to fuck that up? He ain't do nothing illegal. What does Mr. Wallace look like? Nigga, where's does the boy, he, string? Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> dog, where is the fucking boy, man? That shit is... Uh, Disappointing, dog, because I, I got better fucking faith in strippers than that, but whatever. That's a wild statement. Oh, man. I, I just thought they were... Strippers is who niggas sit down and, like, kick it with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's niggas out here who really tell strippers, like, therapy-type problems, niggas. That's unfortunate. Get That's better. a very uh, dangerous get, thing to do, but... Get better friends. Hey, <laughs> man. These niggas is good. Any tipped or well. Uh, you heard about Tracy Morgan wife? No. So Tracy Morgan, after five years of marriage to his current wife, after, Megan, you can't you can't say after five years of marriage. That's no, no, no. They're about to get divorced. <laughs> but no, you you finna see the issue because five years or not, I don't give a fuck if it was five or twenty. 
in her uh, request for a divorce or whatever they call that, when you say you want to divorce your spouse, she's asking for half of his $90 million settlement from Walmart. So they, now it's ninety million dollars. Yeah. So now she 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 has broken the um the gag order, whatever. What the you call clause that? that the uh yeah, but you can't tell how much the settlement money was, and she's asking for half of his ninety mil. Wow. She's also asking for sole ownership of their fourteen million dollar New Jersey mansion. How long ago was that accident? Uh, twenty fourteen, five years ago when we first fucking got married. How do you des- why do you think you deserve this? Fam, half of what he makes or owns or what he made, whatever the fuck, that's one thing that might be, you know. No, no, no. no. Fuck all that. Because marriages, motherfuckers get half. I know that. But half of my, to specifically say I want half of your settlement from an accident that almost killed you. Nah. How the fuck do you think that's yours? Like, what do. Uh, how, how is this, that specific thing yours? Nigga? Not, no, yo, we was down. All these years. No, bitch. I got hit by a fucking car and almost killed myself. One Fam. of my best friends died. No, you don't a get to money. A Walmart semi-truck ran my fucking vehicle over. No. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, you want to get divorced? Let's get divorced. You want to go? Nigga. Honestly, if you want this house, keep this house. I don't need to live in a $14 million house Fuck alone. That. It's been five years and I'm over 50. Go back to doing whatever the fuck you was doing five years ago. Yeah, Megan. I don't owe you shit. I'm not fucking with Megan. What is dog. this? Not no. This not no. Yo, we've been together for eight for for twenty years, and she ain't no nigga. Five years ago, wherever the fuck you was at, go the fuck yeah. back there. Yeah, this shit don't make no fucking sense, dog. She he's fifty one, she's thirty three. Bitch, if you don't get all the way the fuck out of here, like get the fuck out of here. She wants $45 million plus a $14 million house. I swear to fucking God, no. if one of you motherfuckers text me or, or, or tweet me or say some shit about this shit, I'm blocking you. Duh. Get the fuck out That's, of here. Fam, and again, my, my biggest fucking concern is that you're specifically asking for my settlement, bro. Like, God you're not God. asking for half of my worth or half of what I was worth when we got married. You're asking for half of what I was paid for for my life. Fuck you. No, like the audacity is Fuck nuts, you bro. And anybody who defends that dumb shit. Yeah, man. I, I don't even understand it, bro. Um <laughs> so somebody hit me the other day. I was having an interesting convo I wanted to bring in here, man. So uh Loon is home. Loon from Bad Boy. Yeah. Loon came home after serving eight years. He had a ten year sentence, um, got released. Uh wasn't I believe it was due to COVID and concerns about COVID. I think he was one of them that they they went ahead and just pardoned the remainder of his sentence. And uh Loon came home, I believe that was Friday, Thursday or Friday. So a lot of folks didn't know Loon was even in jail, which was just wow. I didn't wow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Loon got arrested in Belgium. Uh a lot of people been confusing him with G Dep, who turned himself in for murder from a decade prior. But you about to run the stats? Is that where you're going? So somebody hit me with the meme. Did you see the meme? Yeah. So somebody sent that to me, and I wanted to bring that up on here. Just as I'm like, that's an interesting combo to have. And I can't fucking find the meme, but I'm going to just run it down anyway. I got it. Oh, bet. Shout out the name tag. Name tag. Uh, My dog, what up? Shout out to me yesterday. Yeah. Oh, man. It says, so Loon did 10 years. Mm-hmm. Shine did 10 years. G-Dep is currently in for murder. B.I.G. died, Craig Mac died, Mace got called to preach, and the locks had to bully themselves off the label. Yo, one day we got to talk about it. <sighs> well, boy, boy, boy. Um, 
here's what I'll say. Oh, I'm not going to beat around the bush with this shit. Ain't nothing to beat around. It's all facts. <laughs> Anything on that meme is accurate. Um, Diddy. Culture vulture. Is. No. Uh, like what? No. Like what have you done good? But here's the one thing I won't let Diddy. Loon and, and G-Dub. g turned himself in for a murder before he was ever on Bad Boy. That I can't. Yo conscious fucking with you that you got away with a murder. And you ran into the police station and said, yo, I killed a nigga 10 years ago. That ain't got nothing to do with it, nigga. I'm not putting that one on him, dog. I'm, I, I can't put that one on him, dog. I get that. But the rest of that shit, Mace's I'm just turn saying. to religion. Craig Max turned to religion, uh, specifically a, a cult sect. Nigga, Biggie and them hated Craig Max. Yeah. They didn't yeah, like him. Yeah. Like, that nigga literally turned to a religious cult. On his first. A sex cult. Nigga, the, <laughs> the first album, he had a song called What You Gonna Do When God Comes. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, listen, Diddy takes advantage of a lot of niggas. The who is in the who have he helped out in the like if if this nigga if Diddy was white, come on fam. If he was white, he'd be Lior. Like if he was white, he'd be the scum of the fucking earth. We uh, so I think Diddy's one of them cats that you got to stay down the whole time. It don't matter if you go to jail, you got to still rep bad boy. If you don't, you got to still hold like nigga. It's funny. He posted uh, on on Twitter or in the comments or whatever on the Shade Rooms post, like, Loon, welcome home. Get at me, baby. And I was like, why? Loon has uh, turned Muslim, changed his name. He got fucking arrested in Belgium and brought back. For selling drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they brought him back. Loon was selling. Loon was selling keys. Because he couldn't get it off rap. Yeah. And because every, all the hits that I wrote belong to someone else. And that's my thing. Why would he get at what would be the purpose of getting at him? And why would you make a comment on another nigga page? Why would you make a comment in the shade room comments? That's where it was at. Get at me. Get at me, baby. What? Nigga, text loon. Text loon, dog. Fam. And you know what's kind of weird? Did you ever find it strange? Like, and again, I know niggas is grown men, ain't no need to necessarily harbor beef. But like with all the the shit that happened between Diddy and the locks, and then how later on in life it's just like family, it's love, it's da-da-da. Like, did you ever find that a bit strange? Because I did, dog. Like, I was like... I've heard him talk about it. Well, they just... So... Again, I get letting bygones be bygones, but being like, yo, that's family... It's not even It's that. weird. It's that, like, once you get into the industry, you get accustomed to the snake shit, and yeah. you understand how this shit work, and you be like, oh, that wasn't... Even though the deal wasn't beneficial to me, oh, yeah. that's how it is for everybody. Yeah. And they've just... Uh, they're like, oh, I thought you was getting down on me. Yeah. This is just how the game play. Well, I do look at black people differently mm-hmm. when they're in that situation. Mm-hmm. When the game is fucked up, I don't expect my same people to get down on me just because the quote-unquote white man got down on people. Yeah, You created a system that was corrupt, and because I'm in the system, I'm going to be corrupt too? No, I look at you worse because you know where we came from. Yeah. You know the fucked up situation is, and you continue to do that to your people over and over again i look at you as worse why don't we because i i think i i like diddy i admire diddy's work ethic i admire a lot of shit that he's done in music period not just hip-hop but in music i like diddy but i also i like a lot of niggas i can acknowledge when they fuck up whole best rapper alive my opinion best rapper ever my opinion but we talked about whole on that one episode and the whole breakdown of rockefeller back in 05 why don't people hold babyface in a similar light Cause he didn't dicked over a lot of niggas too, and don't nobody say nothing. It's just legend, nigga. 
Tony Braxton was poor. TLC was poor. You and Pebbles got down on niggas for a long time. It's a lot of groups from the 80s that had hits, platinum singles and albums. Probably because... And they got $10. Probably because they didn't turn around and get on television and say, I got all and this money. And boast about it. Fuck mm. all y'all niggas. Y'all poor. Like, everybody who listens to my music... I got money, fam. Mm. Y'all are less than me. Look yeah. at my Bentleys. Look at my this. Look at everything. All the music that we love from Bad Boy that comes with Diddy came from someone else. Yeah. And he is the only person that profited off of it. Yeah. Everything that you can think of that came from Diddy that you love came from somebody else. That's nigga ain't produced one record. That's a fact. And when I say produce, I mean like physically. Now you may say- Yeah, hey, he arranges albums and does all that yeah. for sure. But like, eh, if this nigga was anybody else- of a different race, yeah. he'll be a pariah. Yeah. And we will call him a culture vulture. Yeah. Because if only thing that you do is... All you do is spin records. That's it. That's all you do. If all you do is <laughs> take culture, yeah. or if all the culture that you put out comes from someone else and you take all the profits and you don't actually make it yourself, yeah. we, what we call that? Hey, that's that's culture vulture 101. Hey, man, but salute to Loom. Uh, salute to G-Dub. Man, hold your head, man. Salute to Shine, who just said, fuck it, I'm a rabbi, nigga, when I get out. I ain't even with none of this shits no more. Huh, what else? Um, You heard about all this shit going on with Ellen? Yeah. It's a lot, man. A lot of accusations coming out. Um, Wait till they hear the real shit that come out. Uh, speaking of real shit, so Jelaine Maxwell situation, they, they unsealed some documents that had been previously hidden. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, Naomi Campbell, Heidi Klum, Al Gore, a lot of other people mentioned in these documents, specifically mentioned at Epstein Island. Um, 26 times Bill Clinton flew yep. over there. Bill Clinton said he's never been. Okay. It's getting real interesting, dog. Uh, we didn't speak about it on this pod, but did you, did you hear a couple weeks ago about the lawyer who... A, a guy dressed as a FedEx man came to their crib. Son opened the door, shot son in the chest, killed him. Dad came downstairs, popped him. He's still in fucking critical condition. Mom was they was looking for the mom who was the judge. But you hear the yeah, other, yeah. You hear the other half of that story? Yeah. So dog was the lawyer first of all, and she was the judge. On, you talking about her being involved in the uh, Epstein case? I'm talking about the the suspect that they think did it got murdered. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they say he killed himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you already know what that means, but. <laughs> This was a judge proceeding over a case or presiding over a case, pardon me, um, that was related to Jeffrey Epstein's finances because uh, it was over a bank. That was like the whole or like a financial institution. But Epstein had an account and they was trying to get to some of the numbers in there. The attorney who dressed up as a FedEx driver and killed her son and almost killed her husband apparently killed himself same day, left there, went back home, popped himself. Or was he threatened to do a job, go kill that judge, and then maybe got home and, all right, nigga, now we got to off you. No witnesses. Fam, this Epstein shit is a different type of movie that I don't even think they're going to make. I don't think, um, shout out to uh, What the Fuck Did I Miss podcast, G and Ant. Um, I'm on there with them, and uh, we got a thread Y'all, y'all do not have any fucking idea how deep yeah. and how expansive this shit goes. Yeah. Who's involved yeah. and what they're really doing? Because if I say it out loud, y'all gonna think I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't think y'all have no idea. And whoo, 
It's some of the Ellen, highest levels of power in the world. Ellen better be lucky. The only thing that came out was her talking. The shit that's on out right now. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, What else is going on out here? Update on one of the dudes in the Ahmaud Arbery case. And I'm only bringing this up because I, I have a theory. Um, so the man who filmed the video that we saw of Ahmad running and then being shot, well, being approached and then shot, uh, William Bryan Jr. is now being investigated for child molestation. His name came up in a child molestation case in Georgia. Um, and now he is the suspect on multiple child abuse and molestation charges. So my theory is about two weeks ago, they said that Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, he and his wife were now being investigated for tax fraud. Mm -hmm. This dude, William Bryan is now being investigated for child molestation. I'm starting to feel like they're going to figure out what else these niggas did and go get them on that. But they ain't going to get them on killing these black men, dog. It's something weird about it that just don't. Cause I'm like, Oh, now all of a sudden these niggas is criminals. We had to beg y'all to even get them in jail for the murders that was on tape. Now y'all got here. Child molester. How y'all ain't been do that? How you ain't been no dog was tax fraud? Well, that shit came out. I mean, right after that, you know, Twitter detectives get out there and they yeah. found different shit. And it was like, well, wait a minute. You got a house here? You got a house there? Like, yeah. I remember, like, two days later, a nigga on Twitter was like, yo, how you got a house here? Oh, shit, you filed for, you voted here. And it's like, oh, they got him on some voter fraud registration. Yeah. You voted in two different places. And, hey, look, man, the Internet's a strange place. Don't get the Internet on your team. Hey, bro, uh, speaking of getting the internet on your team, did you hear about the young boy that uh, hacked everybody? Yeah. 17-year-old. Fam, how you hack Elon Musk? How you hack Bill Gates? Hacked Apple and got into the cell phones, the employee corporate cell phones, nigga. Hacked uh, Jeff Bezos and then told them niggas, hit me on fucking uh, Bitcoin if you want your shit back. <laughs> Said that one day somebody sent him 100 grand. And they're trying to figure out who did it because it was one of you famous motherfuckers. But it's Bitcoin, so they won't. And they shouldn't. You can't. And dog don't seem like if you could, he would let it happen. Because if you can hack. You can't trace where Bitcoin comes from. Hey, man. The nigga got down. Y'all niggas be swearing y'all jugging in the D, nigga. Y'all ain't hacked Elon Musk, bro. Kanye probably. Kanye. Yeah. It was so many different people. He got busy, dog. Um. Salute to G Herbo, man. Then we're going to start getting into some of this shit. I just wanted to salute to him. He announced uh, a program that he's starting up. It's called Swerving Through the Stress. And it's an initiative to help Chicago youth deal with childhood trauma through therapeutic resources. Like so he's going to be providing resources to kids within the Chicago area or greater Chicago area. And then he's hoping to expand it. But salute to the boy, man. He's someone who's spoken about mental health and mental wellness. Um, I've, I've seen interview. I don't know that I've ever heard any music by this nigga, but when I hear him talk, it's generally about his girl or mental health. So salute to him, man. He uh, make, it's a big make, initiative. He don't make bad music. Yeah. 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 I heard. So whatever his last album was, I heard first like three tracks because somebody told me it was good. And I said, I like the young nigga. I just don't know his music. But when you talk about mental health and your girl, nigga, I'm never mad at that, man. He, he seemed like he getting to it. Seemed like a bright young man. And uh, salute to that effort, dog. So now let's get into this Blackberry letter, man. Y'all already know what it is, dog. This time, like we do all the week. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back, man. This week's Blackberry letter is brought to y'all by Keisha's Kidnapper. 
Let's get to it, man. I seen this. Uh, somebody posted this on my wall. To everybody who wants to send us a BlackBerry letter, please email thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. How y'all know about BlackBerry letter? Yeah. I feel like you have to know from the pod, from being a listener to the pod. Yeah. And if you are a listener, I feel like you hear us tell y'all, send it to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Where'd you get this one from? This was literally on my Facebook wall. <laughs> this girl put, and when I read this, y'all going to be like, yo, she put this on your wall. Like my public ass Facebook page. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. So let me swig. Mm. <laughs> ah. All right. Also sponsored by Corona Premier. Facts, facts. Yeah. Corona, shout outs out. Y'all owe us bread. Not, and not in real life, but y'all could sponsor this shit. If you feel literally me? every week. I'll say whatever y'all niggas need me to. Nigga, I'll be like, yo, this is for the Latinx community. <laughs> Now everybody, <laughs> some Coronas is okay. <laughs> put a little mask on the, uh, put a little mask on the goddamn, you know Dog. what? <laughs> we need to do a fake Corona commercial and throw that bitch up somewhere right fast. All right, so um, one of the homies said, I have a question, since I'm pretty new to this whole relationship thing. How old are you? <laughs> I don't know how old she is, but she don't look new to this relationship shit. I'm going to just throw that out. She, she don't look new to this relationship shit, teen. Okay, <laughs> nigga. Uh, she said, after many years, my guy and I met and have successfully date have been successfully dating for a little over a year. I don't know what that means. She also <laughs> new to this internet thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> she, after many years, my guy and I met. Do she mean like after the forty three years old she is? She finally met a nigga. Or y'all was talking on Or they was talking and then finally linked. Nigga's been talking since AIM. <laughs> since Yahoo Instant Messenger. After many social medias, my guy and I met. <laughs> we were from MySpace. We went to Black Plant. Like, Ooh, imagine holding your nigga down that long. All right, so after many years, my guy and I met and have been successfully dating for a little over a month. <laughs> That's not what? After many years, we've dated over a month. God damn it. She knew to this internet shit. Oh, she knew to this shit. internet shit. She said, a, a female friend. <laughs> yo, this letter. Her, yo, the <laughs> fact that this was on my wall, because this letter gets so weird. Yeah, her, Look, dog. a female friend of mine came to town that I knew from church four years ago. Okay, cool. Nothing crazy. Next line. She has since been living in Vegas as a hooker. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Hooker? <laughs> they went to Papa Church? That was Papa Daddy Church? She lost her way? Hey, listen, I thought the Nigga. next line was going to be so, nah. <laughs> after I shits on the bitch. <laughs> you know I shit it on the bitch. <laughs> mm. oh, God shit. damn it. Shout out to the hookers in Vegas. Lord, that was wild. All right. <laughs> she has since been living in Vegas as a hooker. I did not know this until after she came. <laughs> anyway <laughs> That's what she said <laughs> she, she came and said that'll be uh, <laughs> $42 <laughs> Oh shit Oh from long ago Anyways after four days Of staying here Four days that's a long time To stay with a motherfucker who you remember four years ago From church who's been a hooker <laughs> She fucked the shit out your man <laughs> Jesus I know where Christ. this is going. Though. So know. look, look, look. After four days of being here, um, she decided she wanted a pizza and asked my male friend, the guy she'd been dating for a month, what kind he wanted and volunteered him to go pick it up. I politely told her that I'm going to be the only one feeding him what? and declined the pizza. She was really a friend, offended, cried and left. I felt I was keeping my man or my male friend from being used 
And as far as I know, another woman shouldn't be feeding my boyfriend. Has the dating game changed since I was in it? Or yes. was I in the wrong? <laughs> you, what the fuck is going on here, dog? <laughs> so, so let me get, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So like, yo. I'm no, fine. whatever you think is right. <laughs> whatever you think you heard was it. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm hungry as fuck. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to get some pizza. What kind you want? You want a pizza? Shit, if you go pick it up, I'll pay for it. Ain't the house? Maybe I, that's a dude thing, like between dudes. Because me and my of, niggas do that all the time. I'm from out of town. I probably even fucking got a car. Like, I'm, I'm in, uh, fam. If you go, first pick of it all, up, I pay for it. I don't know if y'all heard, but Uber eats, nigga. DoorDash, nigga. Oh, you God. don't need. Nobody's going to pick this fucking pizza up. Is problem number one. I'm not leaving, nigga. That if you order pizza, but two, if you're ordering the pizza, I understand. Like, maybe did she not ask old girl like what she wanted? Fam, was it like that? Was the disrespect? You order a pizza from Uber Eats. You better order that shit last week. That shit is never <laughs> fucking coming, dog. Like, come on, dog. But when you get it, though, um, cold as fuck. <laughs> I don't get. I don't really get what. So okay, let's just go to the question. She was offended, cried, and left. I felt I was keeping my male friend from being used, and as far as I know, another woman should not feed my boyfriend. Where'd you get that shit from? What does that mean? I, I could see if she like said another woman shouldn't like take my man out to eat or some shit like that. Maybe no, another person should not physically feed. Yeah, like, definitely shouldn't airplane that nigga. <laughs> like, Don't hit that nigga with the helicopter like here it come. <laughs> like, no, don't do that to your man, nigga. <laughs> like But her buying pizza for the house, I I don't she been sandwiched off for the house, she gonna repay you. Why'd you tell us that she was a hooker? To make me laugh, nigga, because <laughs> that shit was funny. I could, I'm like, oh, she fucked your man. Like she had to, right? And I think to kind of dig a little deeper into this question or this letter, that's the issue. You're worried about not her buying pizza, but you feel like she didn't probably did something with your nigga. No, you should be worried about her fucking. Forget the pizza, because I don't think she's worried about the right thing. I mean, if if that bitch supreme, you know what I'm saying? You might need to worry, nigga. But I mean, I'm a, we only been down a month. Like, first up, does he live with you? I'm wondering that as well, because she also said in there, and I didn't read it, I kind of bypassed it, but it says in here, after four days of staying here, she decided she wanted to get pizza and <laughs> asked my- Hey, hey look, four days. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, nigga. She asked my male friend what kind he wanted and volunteered him to go get it. He had just gotten home from a nine-hour shift at a very hard job. That's in there. She asked him or volunteered him to go get it. I'm trying to keep him from being used, and another woman shouldn't be feeding my man. Well, listen, so maybe she said he had just gotten home you, from a nine-hour job. Your girl and her girl is in the crib, and they want something to eat, and you there, and somebody who picking the food up, man. My girl and her girl want. I'm going to get it. <laughs> that's just how it works, dog. nigga. That's just how it works. That's being a man. And here's the thing: I've worked mad nine-hour shifts. I still went and got the food. Nigga. said nine hours, bitch. That's, so you they clearly hour. not from Detroit. Like nigga, so that's a full work day, and you got an hour lunch, nigga. Who the fuck cares? Doggy don't work at the plant because they working twenty nine hours shifts. <laughs> nigga <laughs> worked a regular ass day at a desk, more than likely, <laughs> like chilling. All right, but the feeding your man part. What does got to do with the dating game? If she buying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this shit, dog. What the fuck is going on? Is she buying pizza like for her and your man and wasn't giving you no slice? That's an issue. But if she was just getting pizza for the crib, like, yo, I'm finna order, 
y'all let me stay here four days. I ain't eating four days. I ain't eight. <laughs> I ain't eating. <laughs> he said, finally, after four days, she got she hungry. Ate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a wild letter. Yo, I'm going to just throw that out there, hey, bro. Hey, yo. What does Mr. Wallace look like? Are you, like, do you, do I look like a bitch? Like, what you, what's going on here, dog? This is a, this is a parody account. <laughs> hey, man. You know this person in real life? Uh, I know who they are. Okay. I, I've, I'm not, like, they ain't somebody I, I call. I don't got her number and no shit like that. She is a little older. Um, she's a friend of one of my older, like, one of my old head niggas. Okay. She's someone he knows. So I know who she is. She wildin' though. And, uh. So if you're listening. The dating game. Is apparently wilder than we ever knew. So if you're listening, because hookers is ordering pizza. Check out your abacus. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, no, I'm 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 being facetious and shit. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, all I know is, um, you should not be shaming sex workers. Facts. I know that. Um, you all you said after years of dating y'all finally met this shit weird yeah i don't know what that means this shit weird yeah the way that was written was very odd um again as i started out this letter saying don't put that shit on my wall my wall is public other people can read your business i know that she's a little bit older yeah Uh, i I get it yeah it's face older people on facebook kind of wild out and do weird shit i thought this was a part of the message here's the thing though i can respect that she's read my other facebook statuses that say don't ever send me a message on here i'll (laughs) never see it because i will never download facebook messenger and i feel like if you got messenger Eh, maybe you go to jail for sex assault. Maybe you don't. I don't know, nigga. But only I'm that, never downloading it. Only reason I got messengers because niggas hit the studio up through there, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I could get that. And I've even fun. told niggas don't send us a BlackBerry letter there. And then where do like half my BlackBerry letters come from? Fucking Facebook Messenger, dog. So anyway, uh, to the homie, if you do listen to this, uh, well, to the elder, if you do listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I didn't want to do her like that. God damn it. Um, the dating game has changed apparently since. Yo, here's where it got weirder. No, no, no. Fuck that. Because let's call out the other weird part. She said after years, me and this nigga finally fucking made it or met or whatever the fuck she said. But then she goes. Fucking pen pal? Because you wasn't doing it on internet. Hold up. But then she says, has the dating game changed since I was in it? What the? When were you in it? After many years of apparently knowing this dude, y'all finally met. He was in prison. Mm. That was a pen pal. She was fucking with Loon. <laughs> Loon oh shit! Home. That nigga said, "Yo, on some real <laughs> shit, yo." I'm not fucking with the Harlem Shake, dog. My nigga just broke his back off. That's weird. Pause everything. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm glad we recording this. I need somebody I could build with. I need somebody <laughs> I could chill with. I need somebody I could hold tight. Or the pizza let a nigga eat a whole slice, nigga. Holy shit. <coughs> oh, shit, nigga. Dog, this shit right. funny. That bro. was fucking great, man. Hey, uh, thank you for sending in that weird Blackberry letter. You go down in the Blackberry Letter Hall of Fame for the wildest shit I've ever read. Uh, shout out to your hooker friend. I hope she made it back to Vegas safely. Um, and stop hooking during Corona. Find another passion. You met her at church, though. <laughs> <laughs> What church y'all go to? <laughs> when I go to bed later, it's gonna randomly hit me how wild this fucking letter is, dog. No, this a joke. Hold up. What does Mr. Wallace look like? Hey man. <laughs> Before we get into uh into the shy, man, I wanna read a couple uh we got new black and net on on Netflix. We got a new month. Uh so we got Moesha, 
prison song. Maltada. Etada. Moesha. Moesha, a horrible person. (laughs) Moesha's one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Like, it was so bad. Not because it was a bad show, it was entertaining. But she was not a good friend. She was a terrible girlfriend. She was a horrible person. Fuck. Man, so she kind of like Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) Brandy, new album out. Yo, somebody, I was like, yo, how'd I knew Brandy? They was like, Monica won. That was the response. I was like, damn. Hey, Brandy doing her thing on this fucking Brandy album. can sing. I haven't listened, but Brandy can sing her ass off. So shout out to Brandy. Shout Brandy out to Ray J. Brandy doing her fucking thing on this album. Uh, Moesha came on Netflix yesterday, um, August 1st. Prison song, The Brothers. Shout out to, to that late or early 2000s era where we was just getting all the black movies. The Brothers was probably on the bottom of the list of ones that I... Liked, but the shit was watchable. Man. Uh, National Security, shout out to Martin. Death at a Funeral, shout out to everybody that was in that. It was not a great movie, but shout out to it. it was Chris Rock or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like an ensemble cast. My dad watched that. It's so bad, dog, but my pops put it on. Uh, Scary Movie 5, nah. Project Power, and then The Game, seasons one through three. So as I bring up The Game, I fucks with it. Netflix recently um, acquired the rights to Moesha, The Game, Sister, Sister, Girlfriends, The Parkers, Half and Half, and One on One. So basically my- um, Pretty much everything except Wayne's Brothers, Jamie Foxx, Fresh Prince, and uh, Martin. Basically uh, UPN, you pick a nigga. UPN um, and CW. They grabbed everything that was on that shit. Yeah. Uh that was a um yeah. that was a um a Paul Mooney joke. That's not you picking that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Moesha, as we just said, and the game are on there this month. Uh Sister Sister and Girlfriends are on Netflix in September. And Brandy was on both. Yeah, facts. Um The Parkers, half and half, and one on one will be on Netflix in October. Did you watch The Parkers? No. Uh Did anybody I didn't watch like it, that show. Or was it ever on and it was it Parker's had like six seasons, dog. Like I feel like they were around longer than Moesha, bro. I feel like I saw this I saw somebody tweet this and I yeah. was like, yo, fam, I feel this exact same way. They was like, yo, I never like went to watch it, but when it was on television, I just didn't change the channel. No, I changed it. Like, and it changed that motherfucker. I did not like that there's show, some, There's a couple seasons, or I'm sorry, not seasons, a couple episodes I remember, like, chicken, yeah. get your chicken here. Yeah, well, that um, was great. That's probably their biggest moment. Um, and I just didn't really the, like it. White girl with the sister booty. Um, from Blossom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, forget, I remember she was, somebody was referring to her. She's like, you know, yeah, the white girl with the sister booty uh, on the show. Yeah. Other than that, mm, Real quick, talking about all these shows, all I do want to harassment that Nikki Parker man, was doing man, against she Professor was, Ogilvy. Had had Ogilvy got him a, a we restraining order, we, we wouldn't have had six seasons of the Parkers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because don't know me, no. Time to fuck out. Um, I'm being an asshole when I say that, but it is still no. That up. was still sexual harassment. Did you bro. see the bullshit that was floating around Twitter about Martin? No, what happened? The niggas trying to say that they. The the younger generation, they hate Martin, the show. It was trash because of the colorism that was there. Because Gina was light-skinned and he hated Pam? Yes, and he must have hated her because she was dark-skinned. Meanwhile, every other nigga on the show loved Pam. He even loved her in a in a, in a dream. Later, series. yeah. And I was roasting. Like, y'all cannot change history, dog. And, nigga, Pam also was on there when Gina wasn't. Like... Clearly, the character and the actress, shout out to Tashino Arnold, um, also on Survivor's Remorse. Go I, watch that on I Stars. I never thought that Pam. Gina looked better than Pam. Never. Ever. I don't think it now. <laughs> Currently. 
Me and Tashino Arnold would look a lot better than me and Gina. The forehead jokes was real. Facts. I never thought she looked better than Pam. Ever. Was and that, was that Pam, ever a thing? Let's let's In keep real it real. Life. No, no, no. Let's keep it real. If we're talking about Pam, Pam was prettier to me. Both attractive women, but Pam was prettier. Um, Pam had a better body. Shapely. She had a crazier body. Funnier. She was way funnier. And if we keep it at a buck, she sang better. Every time Gina went to sing, I, my my fucking underarm itched, bro. Like, I hated that shit. Pam could sing better, look better, was funnier. Had all the love interest through the whole entire show. God damn it. She had a better fucking uh, chemistry with Martin. If we keeping it a buck. And, 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 and she fought off the little puppy. Even though we talk shit about each other, we wouldn't, we not let it was no love, dog. Come on, it was love. Pam was a great character. And here's the thing. Every sitcom has that character. This wasn't, I don't think this was, yo, let's get a dark skin, light skin, motherfucker. It was, let's get the best character or best actress for this role, bro. Yo, let me get Tisha Arnold because she been in all the other black movies with Martin, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I just don't think that, that Martin would have ever, for them two characters, been trying to be a colorist, dog. That's a reach, bro. Oh, man. What can you do these days? I feel like you can't do shit. Revisionist history. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to throw it out there. If you have um, the uh, Comcast cable, if you have Charter Cable, or if you have the MyClio app, and you download the app and create an account, you can go watch Girlfriends and the Parkers and Eve, and it's like one more on there. I think it might be Sister Sister. Or no, uh, Girlfriends, the Parkers, Eve, Girlfriend's free on the uh, CW. It's also free on the CW app, but you can go to My Clio. Here's why I'm throwing out uh, this Clio TV, which is on Charter and Comcast and has an app because it's black owned. It's owned by uh, formerly Radio One, now Urban One, who owns TV One. They also own Clio TV. Clio TV, just like TV One, is a network for black people. That's it, just for blacks, like a BET. Clio TV is specifically aimed toward. Black millennial women. Why don't TV One get the respect it deserves? I have no clue. It's always something good. I have no clue. We don't ever, we don't. Fam, I can sit down and watch Unsung for a day and a half, nigga, and be interested in artists I ain't even like, nigga. Like, TV One, a a legitimate good channel. And they're black. It's black. Fam, you can watch. It's really black, bro. All the black shows that we love, you can put them bitches on television, start from the very first episode yeah. and drop that shit weekly yeah. forever. Yeah. The, from big, and then when it's over, run that shit back. Run it back. Run it back. Dog. All the so, cartoons, yep. all the every, everything. You yeah. can do that. It's enough content. It's so much content. And so going to the content point on Clio TV before or when they're not playing Girlfriends and Eve and the Parkers and all that shit, then they're playing, uh, they have a show called Clio Speaks where they talk to Black women who have accomplished something in whatever field they in, but who overcame something on their way to accomplishing whatever it was. So it's women on there talking about traumas, women on there talking about mental illness. I'm gonna reach out health. to I'm gonna reach out to to my Cleo, yeah, and this network to yeah. see if we can do something together. Let's hey nigga, let's reach out to Urban One, bro. Yeah, that's and I mean, and get with the whole network. Yeah, like because whether it's Cleo or TV One, fam, it's content out there that needs to be discussed. I, guess what I would stop doing? I would stop cussing. To uh, get on there? To get on that what, on fam, TV One. Fam, I wouldn't say a word foul on this mug, dog. Like I'm gonna say five words. But yeah. they just gonna be the nine the, the ones you can say on TV. FCC can can chill. We good. You gotta say acting like an ass. Yeah. 
acting like a bitch. You yeah. can't say you a bitch. You can't say you a bitch. Yeah, because yeah. it's threatening. Yeah. It's threatening. Okay. So salute to Clio TV. If you don't want to wait on girlfriends to come out in September, go download my Clio app. Um, and go support black business, even though uh, Urban One is not like a small black business. But go support them because they don't get the love they deserve, dog. And that's still a black owned. They ain't been bought out yet. They, uh, you know what I'm saying? got to get down with them. We got to, man. So shout out to them. Let's get into the shy. So first we got a voice note from one of the homies. Salute to Macho. Then I got something I want to read off before we get into this week's review. Man. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, shit. Shout out to Macho. He do his job to make sure everything black get publicized. Man, man. Man. Follow Black Owned Network. On, uh, black Owned Directory. Black, black Owned Directory. Directory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Instagram. Go follow the dog. Uh, salute to him and salute to his business partner, man. All right, so Macho says, let's go to the voice note. Peace, fam. Yo, it's Macho. I got a theory. I think Jake going to probably lean more to stand with Trig. But I think once he find out, oh, girl, really an old boy, he probably going to wig out. <laughs> probably going to catch on some Miss Doubtfire stuff, uh, standing, peeing, standing up, peeing or something like that. By the way, hey, fellas, how you doing? Yeah, but uh, this week in culture, all that, bag of snacks. My nigga, salute to Macho. All right, so we can get into uh, into what he said when we get into the review. Yeah, yeah. But I did have something I wanted to read off. I saw this. It's It's... Kind of an ignorant statement, but it had so many comments I had to bring it here. Um, so it said about Keisha, she was a whore. Oh, my God. I couldn't save her. This is what dude said last week. I, I she was a whore. I couldn't save her, but I can save you. That's what Keisha's kidnapper Omari said to her when he was brushing her hair creepily. And the dude who made this comment says... Did you notice the reaction on Keisha's face when he was describing how loose and revealing the once good girl of his dreams had become? Keisha suddenly realized that's exactly the path she had been on. As crazy as this dude is, I think he opened up her eyes. <laughs> he opened up a little bit more than that. Like, Fam, <laughs> the fuck? let me tell this nigga, whoever wrote this shit, I ain't going to say your name because you don't earn a response. You don't dignify that. Bro, you sound stupid as fuck. Um... Keisha didn't make Keisha eyes been scared for the last three episodes. Her eyes didn't say, oh, shit, I was a whore because I was dressing sleazily or scantily clad, nigga. No, that ain't what her eyes said. Her eyes scared, said, I've been fucking kidnapped for two months, nigga. I'm fucking scared for my life. That's what her eyes said, nigga. What is this nigga talking about, bro? I hate niggas, dog. It's always one of them niggas on the internet, man. Yo, y'all niggas be over misogynying, dog. Like... Some of you niggas got to fucking relax. Like, I get the man's world. I'm a man. I, I feel where some of y'all come from. Sometimes it's, you just got to rape these bitches. Yeah, it be like, relax. Like, some of niggas, like, dog, I, like, it's 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 minimist out here, too. And when I say minimist, I mean it like feminists, nigga. It's a lot of them out here, too, who just go too hard on some man shit. Like, she wasn't realizing she was a fucking scantily clad hoe. She was scared, nigga. So salute to that weirdo and salute to Macho. Peace, God. All right, man. Let's get into the episode, dog. Like we always do at this time. What you think about this week's episode, bro? Uh, uh well, first of all, what you ranking it, bro? Five Cabrinis, man. Two and a half. Two and a half Cabrinis, man. Uh two. I'm probably I'm probably gonna sit on two. Two Cabrinis, man. Uh, this was not that good of an episode to me, man. It was not. Uh, it was not a good. There, episode. there was one thing happened. That and we'll get into it. I ain't gonna spoil it, even though y'all shouldn't be listening to the pod if you ain't watching shit. But one thing happened that I said last week needed to happen this week. Yep. 
so that part is where the two Cabrini's come from because I'm like, all right. I mean, like, the only reason I'm giving it the two because there was a bit of a funny situation that happened in there and mm-hmm. then the emotional mm-hmm. portion of it. But other than that, nigga, this shit was trash. Can I keep it real, though? I mean, you, you my brother, man. I don't, I don't get on here and tell you no lies, bro. Uh, the emotional part of that was kind of anticlimactic to me, bro. Um, it was a lot that I was like, that's it? That's yeah. all we getting on that? Yeah. Y'all just closing that chapter out like that. That's what we doing. I, I didn't really feel a lot of it, man. So uh, let's let's get into the episode, bro. Now, when we left last week, Miss Ethel had just passed. Wow. Completely unnecessary death. Um, I have a thing about unnecessary deaths in television and film. I just, I never think that you need to kill a main character off. Or even like, she wasn't a main, but she was a side character. She wasn't nobody who needed to die. She don't need to be in the, she don't need to be in the show anymore. Miss Ethel was missing for the first three and a half, four episodes, something like that. We ain't see her till episode five when Ronnie went to the hospital. We didn't know she was even still alive. We ain't know what happened. I had niggas hit me up like, did she die from when she got beat up? I said, nigga, she literally went to the hospital and came home. Yeah, we saw all of she, that. She, she, did, she didn't show up to the blackout episode. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. It was episode five. That was two episodes ago. So Miss Ethel being missing for four episodes said loud and clear that this show could have gone on without ever killing her. Just never had to bring her up again. Or if you would, Ronnie could have talked about her. Like, y'all used her to say that she used to own a jazz club that became a strip club, and then she gave a history lesson? They trying to make Come this, on, dog. this overcoming story that Ronnie went through so much, homelessness, he murdered a kid, <laughs> he beat that. And me he, too, nigga. He beat, um, me too. I'm G-Dep. I killed somebody 10 years ago. I murdered a kid. I, I got over alcoholism. I lost the, de- the, death, I of, the death of my grandma, Man. and I still got baptized, and then I and saved then a girl. saved this girl who been missing two months. I just... Uh, but last week ended with her dying. This week started with, I guess, the repass. Um, so according to his boy, Miss Ethel didn't want a traditional funeral. So it looked like they just had like a little get-together repass situation at the bar that Ronnie and his two homeless, but they got jobs, but got houses, friends be at. Um, started off with Ronnie giving, I guess, a eulogy. It's talking about how my, oh, my grandmother, she she saved me from, uh, she helped me when I was down. No, she didn't. She called you a bum. She hold your entire life, nigga. Yeah, she ain't help you when you was down. She literally kicked you while you was down, nigga. Like, she ain't like you. You was a weirdo yeah. and a bum and a kind of a fucking scavenger, nigga. But and vagabond. Literally, dog, the definition of. So he drinking, he do a toast with all his and Miss Ethel people there. Apparently, Ronnie has a million friends Um, because the bar was packed. The nigga who, well, maybe Miss Ethel had the friends. Maybe, yeah. She a neighborhood legend around that bitch. Don't nobody like Ronnie. But how he get in touch with anybody? How they know? I don't fucking know, nigga. Emmett didn't know Miss Ethel was dead, but apparently the whole neighborhood caught on whatever. So he give a speech, man, and then his boys, that's when they threw out, uh, I see why Miss Ethel ain't want a real funeral, nigga. But first thing I noticed when Ronnie was giving a speech was that he was taking a shot. I did notice that. I wondered if it was going to cause him to spiral. You know how Ronnie get when he started drinking. So I was like, hmm, maybe this ain't good. Then he bumped into Jada. Jada, who we ain't seen in two episodes, Bumped into her, tries to apologize for the last time he saw her when he was supposed to take her out, got drunk. When we was together. Yeah. That nigga said, no, no. I wanted to say sorry about how I acted the last time we was together. She said, nigga, we was never together. Let's be clear. 
Bars. Hey, be clear. This is my daddy house. I've been running things here since I was 15. That's what Jada essentially told that nigga. Like, he was like, I ain't expect to see you. Uh, well, nigga, your grandma was my friend who I worked for for a billion years. Nigga, I don't know why you didn't think I would pull up to say my respect. I, actually, I also got fired for her. It, literally, I lost my job for her and then illegally took care of her and wasn't being paid by anyone. I don't know if anybody ever caught on to that. Jada worked for Miss Ethel all of season two and nobody was paying her for it. Like, she got fired for stealing meds to save Ronnie. And then, like, never told the place that I still work there. So insurance ain't paying you. Like, Ronnie, why come you just didn't go to the hospital? You got a gunshot, nigga. Like, Ronnie walked around for an episode with a bullet in his stomach, dog, bleeding, and went to the mosque, then left the mosque and went home. Ronnie, wild nigga, dog. All right, so uh, when he bumped into Jada, man, she told that nigga, you got a drinking problem, dog. Put your face. He was holding a beer when he ran up on her, trying to apologize. She like, look, nigga, you an alcoholic. I don't fuck with you. You a weirdo. So we gonna talk about how I don't really like what they doing with Emmett's character. I don't like what they've done with that whole house, Jada or Emmett. Jada, you seem to get all your shit together now, bitch. You you got all the fucking advice. I don't get Jada's character. Like, what's her purpose now? I used to really rock with her character. Like season one specifically, I thought she was great. Season two, I felt like they kind of OD when she told Emmett to leave. And then when he came over that day, like, look, I got beat up on a train last night. I couldn't find nowhere to sleep. I'm sleeping on a train. And she wouldn't let him in to even take a bath. I was like, okay, now you kind of steal your son, nigga. Damn, you going to let him tell you I'm homeless? But whatever. And now you can't get him out. Like- now you can't get him out. You let him back in with his girlfriend and his baby. Now he won't fucking leave. So anyway... I thought we was going to see her little boyfriend in that scene because I was like, where is he? Tomas, Thomas, whatever. We ain't see the nigga. We saw him later, though. Then we see the main shit, Keisha and her abductor, right? So dog's name is Omari. They've never said his name. The only reason you know it is either closed caption said it or you went to IMDb. Other than that, we still don't know who this nigga is or where he came from. They got three episodes to tell me. Really, they got one. I better find out next week. I need to know a whole recap of what happened at the bus stop, who this nigga is, and why he wildin'. If that little backstory from last week if, was it. If only there was a detective on the show. Man, to investigate? Wow. What a what a fam. Cause if I if I had a character to to to, to essentially waste for a good three episodes, instead of it being Miss Ethel, let us be a, one of the police officers. Man. Man. Maybe the police officer only do three episodes or whatever, but not Miss Ethel's character. Bring back Detective Cruz. Bring back Detective Toussaint, man. Like, bring them in, dog. I I need to see. Bring any police presence in because one one thing I noticed when they was at the hospital, fam, no cops came to ask questions, ask the family, say, hey, here's my card. Call us if y'all need anything. Call us if she remembers anything. Call us when she's ready to talk. Nothing like, it's just nobody investigating this shit. That's where we at. Okay, cool. Uh, But Keisha in bed with dog. She laying down. He got her spoon. She the little spoon. It looks mad uncomfortable. I know I I, I was, this can be little spoon too. Um, I know we, you know, we talked about it. I don't mind being little spoon. I'm cool. But this looked like the most uncomfortable little spoon position ever, nigga. Keisha looked like she wanted to throw up, dog. I was uncomfortable. Dog is nasty. He had a shirt off. And then he was like, you didn't wake me up, uh, but we both had a yeah, wild night. Yeah, he was like, no, uh, we, we both had a long night. Wow. Had a long night. That was disgusting. Dog. So now I'm thinking like, so now y'all. <clears throat> they confirmed one thing we asked, though. Like, 
is he having sex or is he just being like weird, creepy? I'm probably gonna kill you by the end of this, yeah. and it's no sexual thing, non-sexual dog. And I that's that's disturbing, bro. That's kissed her on the cheek, like like it's some real love here, dog. Dog is delusional. He's nasty. He's he's terrible, bro. And again, more reason why I'm like I need to know who and why this nigga is on here. Like, what was his purpose? Who is he related to? Is he somebody's dad? Is he like, uh, like, tell me more about this nigga, dog. How many other young women has he done this to? Is he dead? Big question I had. Do you think he's dead? I personally don't. And here's why. Because they didn't confirm it. Well, if this was real life and you beat the fuck out of a nigga with a crowbar. Yeah. 13 times she hit him with it. You're dead. Your, your skull is bashed the fuck in. Well, so I did notice upon my second watch, she only hit him in the back. Yeah, but why you hitting somebody in the back? You hit him in the fucking head too. You could, you could. Like, I, she, yeah, she going, she start going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like with a crowbar. And the assumption, like, uh, my girl think he did. My mom thinks he's. I mean, dead. he should be. He should be dead. But, but like, the reason that I'm like, eh, he might not be. And here's the only reason, because they didn't confirm it. And I feel like the shy is on some real. They didn't even said a nigga name, so we film. So. And again, they haven't said his name. They haven't told us his story. They haven't told us why. Or how he even knew to kidnap Keisha. I just don't know that he's dead. But maybe in one of these final three episodes, he did. But they say, you know, tell us what happened. And then they flash us back or something. I don't fucking know. But I don't think he's going to be dead, man. Then we see probably where I'm about to spend the bulk of this review, dog. The beginning of the whole shit. Emmett and Dom. They go to the landlord's office who's played by Lil Rel, wasted Lil Rel appearance. Um, they go to his office to discuss what me and you found out was going to happen last week when we watched the trailer for this episode. Emmett and Dom are trying to have Sonny evicted. Fucking amazing, dog. And then they want to take over Sonny's, keep it named Sonny's, and then just serve the food they had been serving. This is fucking amazing, dog. Fam, when in the history of Emmett's characters has he ever seen like this much of a whole ass nigga? Never, dog. This is not that fam, Emmett was was for two seasons the young but merry, maybe ill advised hustler. He did a lot of bullshit, but he was always his intentions were always good. He never played nobody. And of all the people he respected, Sonny and Brandon. He didn't let Brandon get called a whole ass nigga and didn't even react. That's not real. That was your friend. You just looked his mom in the eye and said, I'm going to keep that nigga dream going. Now you letting Lala, who you just meet, say he was a bitch ass nigga. What? Crazy. Dog. Crazy. But now you and Lala got the nerve to walk into the fucking uh, owner's off the property owner's office and say, that nigga we want you to evict. Like, y'all want to evict? He said, y'all want to evict, Sonny? Fam. How do Emmett even, no, fuck that. How does Lena, who wrote this, think that that even makes sense, dog? So I, I just want to understand this. So the idea in our in their head is the reason that Sonny's is failing is because the food isn't good. Mm. Because how do you, all right, let's say you we, we, evict, we evict Sonny. Yeah. We keep the shit named Sonny. It's in the same location, and y'all just change the food. Then y'all niggas rolling in money? Yeah. So y'all think the problem is the food. But niggas like the food because the niggas say, I grew up on that chicken. Like, y'all think the food is the problem. Yeah. 
And if all we need to do is make better food and then we'll be rolling in the dough. That's not how fast food and, and, and shit like that work. Yeah. It ain't um, about the quality of the food. You think McDonald's got the best fucking hamburger out there? No, the fuck they don't. Dog, just because Sonny is, first of all, before we even get back into them being whole ass niggas for this shit, this was also one of the worst written dialogues on for this whole season. The entire combo that they have a little real was so poorly written, dog. It was bad. Like, Lala goes, I mean, just think of us as the new generation. And then, literally after she said that, Emmett goes, yeah, basically what she's saying is, we the new generation. My nigga. Nigga, this ain't Star Trek. What the fuck are y'all talking? It was so bad, dog. But all right, so y'all's plan is... Take Sonny's over. Keep it named Sonny. Fam, how do y'all think y'all gonna keep my namesake? I shoot this bitch up. Fam, if I was Sonny's, I'd set that bitch on fire while I still own it. Sonny Get another a, insurance claim, nigga. Sonny got a nephew. He got a, a, a son. Something. Somebody will, gotta beat Emmett ass. Dog. I will shoot this bitch up. But just the idea that that was the plan. The idea that you think you could do that. Fam, this it, nigga own the building. He don't own Sonny's. Nigga, this is a restaurant that I own. Why would I let you keep my likeness? Yeah. It don't make like, fucking sense. Oh, oh, Sonny. I know Sonny's behind on rent. Fam, so do what you said y'all was going to do with the money and help Sonny get his rent. If I still to this day don't know why on the Blackout episode, Emmett stood there froze when earlier in the episode he said, I'm going to just tell Sonny that we trying to help him keep the lights on. Nigga, why you ain't tell him that when it was time to tell him that? Help me understand, bro. Like... He want to be rich, but he skipped every single fucking step, bro. Fem, you, you, you. He about to let you manage a whole spot. If you got an idea yeah. to change the food and might get more money, why don't you just say that? Then on the unrealistic part of this scene, uh, even though the business plan itself to steal Sonny's was already unrealistic, to keep it further going, um, he brought the baby with him because Tiffany had to work on the other side of town. She had to deliver. Bitch, she sell drugs, fam. She. Your mama ain't doing shit. She went to a fucking repass at the bar. Her and Tomas could have watched the baby, nigga. But whatever. Then the other part, they tried to bribe Lil Rel with a piece of fucking red velvet cake. Fam. You're telling me that you want to take over this restaurant that's been a staple in this community for however long. You want to take over a, a soul food restaurant and what you bring me to, to prove that you, that can, you can cook is a slice of cake. The cake that's been inside of J Captain J's and every fucking The cake spot that's in Lou's Deli right now. That don't nobody ever fucking know. Nope. nope. Every Coney Island in the city got a fucking cake slice. Who buys that shit? Yeah, not me. Not me. Um, nah, I'm straight. One, because I just don't trust how long that shit's been sitting there. <laughs> that's problem number one. Ooh. Two, um, I'm like, uh, what the fuck was... That's supposed to prove to Lil Rel if he liked the cake. Fam, I like cake. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me a cake, nigga. Like, I just like cake. That don't mean I'm finna evict my tenant. Fam, all you gotta do for me to like the cake is not fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Make it taste like cake and I'm gonna continue to eat this shit. Like, <laughs> yo, this don't got nothing to do with nothing, but I put it on the, on the pod Instagram. <laughs> it's just so funny I gotta read it because I just saw it on my phone deleting something. <laughs> Somebody called Terry Crews Jim Crow. They spelled Jim G Y M. 
<laughs> oh man, yeah. shout out to whoever Sir Charles Anthony on Twitter. Salute to you, bro. That shit was funny. All right, man. Uh, so overall, dog, I don't like Emmett and Dom. I hate this whole thing that they doing. I feel like I don't like Emmett. Like, facts, and you I feel like Emmett, nigga, you're a hoe. This is whole shit, bro. You a horrible boyfriend, horrible father. You're a horrible father. You're a horrible worker. You're a horrible at a You're hustling. a horrible businessman. You're a horrible hustler. You don't do nothing good. Fam. And you're not a great son. Horrible. You're not paying shit to... Fam. And, dog, I still... Something else that I'm going to need to discuss with Lena... I you so do you know I tried to actually call Lena on Instagram she didn't answer <laughs> I'm dead ass serious I did it from my personal page but then I realized I was private and I was like maybe she can't answer. I start I was like nigga she not answering you but I literally tried to call a little face yeah uh, I tried to do it because and it was because of this dog this was however many episodes ago this was when they first moved in with his mom they never explained why how we went from one episode where we were literally living together in the house smoking weed eating and about to fuck on the couch. To the next episode, Walking we're begging my street. mom, talking about a plan to beg my mom to move in with her. And my boy has all our belongings on the truck already. He on the way. What? What? How did we get there, dog? And I called Lena that episode. She did not answer her Instagram. So salute to Lena Wave, though. I'm going to call you back. Just know she saw it. She had to. Yeah, I know that bitch rang. That's the thing about celebs, nigga. You can call. <laughs> they might not answer, but I can call you, nigga. Next time she go live, I'm going to request. <laughs> Yeah, I'm be right there. Like I don't follow her. <laughs> and they said, um, they said Lena was flirting with uh, the actress who plays Gemma when they went live. I saw. They said somebody said, "Why are you flirting with that little girl like that?" Yeah, I said, "Oh shit, she's so fucking corny. She's corny. She's uh, Papa. I'm sorry, bro. Let me apologize to Papa right now because had I knew how bad of a hey Candy, I'm sorry, Lala, I'm sorry." Hold Lena on, beat y'all by a mile, dog. Hold on. Uh, my nigga Curve, Uncle Marcus, uh, sent me something. Mm. Uh, this nigga said, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, the Lena, <laughs> nigga said, hey, the Lena Wave Me Too doc gonna be wild. <laughs> dog. Oh shit! She gonna be on her uh, Epstein, Lena Island. You seen how she was backpedaling when she was on the on the on breakfast, breakfast club. fam? That's the most. Uh, if y'all have not watched Lena Waithe on the Breakfast Club after the Jason Mitchell accusations and firing, please go watch that interview. Nothing in the world is more awkward, dog. Bro, that interview made my fucking feet itch, nigga. I was like, I can't watch this shit. It's terrible. And she, low key, she acts exactly how she talks. She talked like she confessing a fucking murder, bro. Like, ah, that shit was horrible, dog. I wasn't a fan. I just looked at this message for the I ain't know I didn't even realize that you sent me this Blackberry letter. Yeah. Dog, this woman do not look old enough to be talking like that. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Well, you said I'm thinking like she's 60 or something. Oh, no, 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 no. She ain't an elder for real. She no, probably Why does she look like so this? So the dude who I know that is like cool with her, I don't know if he used to date her or not, but the guy I know who's cool with her. He like one of the OG, like he probably like 40, 41. I thought Miss Ethel. Oh. <laughs> hey, Miss Ethel was in there getting lap dances. She might be writing Blackberry letters. They got on that same dress from, from last episode. Jesus Christ. All she needs is a feather, nigga. <laughs> Holy shit, dog. So then this is one of my favorite scenes of the episode, and it's only because of Jake. Uh, so, <laughs> second week in a row, he's yo, my favorite person. 
Yo, but this week, he was my favorite nigga, but he also confused me because now I'm like, wait, yo, energy different again, nigga, around Duda. So Duda was down there with Candy. Um, She was kind of being cold to the nigga, whoop-de-whoop. He was hyped because he like, I'm up in the polls on Camille. Like, I'm leading. And Candy was like, yeah, whatever, nigga. He was like, you still mad because I checked you in front of my mom? She was like, no, I'm still mad you did that dumbass commercial where you said your mama had a mental itch, mental illness and that you was trying to keep it low. But now you want to get all of Chicago mental health resources. And uh, she was like, you know, you need to let me do my fucking job and be your campaign manager, be your wife and run shit. He was like, yeah, whatever. Then Jake came downstairs. Dude, I go. No, she said. Oh, shit. She, yes. He was like, um, you got to trust me. He was like, well, you got a problem with trust. Yeah, she was, she, she was like, like I fuck one loop. She was like, I fucked that bitch. She was like, I fucked that bitch a few times. That's it. That nigga said she was my secretary. <laughs> I mean, who won the semantics? <laughs> she was your secretary. <laughs> <laughs> she was her lover and your secretary. Damn it. Uh, so this kind of have you heard that Candy and Lena have a sex scene? Mm-hmm. I've I've heard it a few times. The wackest fucking alley oop for that shit this past episode. That was so bad. Because it got worse. That's the thing. This was the lead up. This was the I saw I'm thinking like, no, this is not how they Jay, gonna do it. This was the fast break. <laughs> yeah. The oop no, this, came at no, the end. No. This was the steal. This was hold on, this was the off the defensive rebound, nigga. And now they on the break. Not, then at the party was the outlet pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, this. And next thing we know, we gonna see uh, D Wade to LeBron, nigga. Yeah. But horrible version though. So she like, I only fucked her a few times. Damn, that nigga like that was my secretary. Then Jake comes down like this is just a normal combo for his uh, adopted parents to be having. Is Candy gonna be his mama? I guess so. Um, she don't, they don't even talk. Like I don't know if you noticed that the two of them even said one word together. Bonus mom. <laughs> like what? So Jake come downstairs, dude. I like yo eat your breakfast fat. First of all, the spread of breakfast was fucking amazing for a school day, nigga. I might eat like that on a Sunday, but damn, eat your breakfast fast, boy. I don't want you to be late to school. That nigga said, I ain't even hungry. We can go right now. I don't give a fuck. He was giving that nigga that energy, though. Like, he said, I ain't even hungry, Loke. I was like, oh, shit, caught that nigga Loke. It was raw. Then that nigga dude, I say, yo, you know, we got, you know, after school, you got this whole campaign shit. We need y'all niggas there to, you know. He like, remember, I need both of y'all on your eight game. Jake said, ain't your fucking puppet, nigga. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> said, and last time you saw this nigga, you was crying and running from him. Hey, this nigga, George, that nigga looked like a younger, uh, James Evans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nigga grabbed his ass up like, yo. <laughs> yo, I love I somebody somebody posted in the Facebook group. <laughs> it was a picture of Jake, his actor card to act. So his name is Michael Epps, first of all. He Mike Epps. Fucking that shit crazy. will never not be funny. But Michael Epps, the young actor that played Jake, somebody posted his actor card. <laughs> that shit said age twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> They was like, is this nigga really 20 shots said fam? Y'all niggas be so gullible, dog. No, Jake is not fucking 22, you nigga. Can't, you can't be 22 with, and have... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yo. Never mind. Dog. Hey, man. <laughs> 
Never mind. Hey, salute to Vitilago, dog. Because that shit uh, kills one in every 10 Americans. I don't know. Hey, this nigga did his fucking chapstick this week. Hey, his mouth was at. He had the Diggy Simmons mouth, dog. I'm like, Diggy, please. Holy shit. He not your Diggy? <laughs> that nigga was not looking like my Diggy, dog. Uh, pause. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so the nigga was like, Yo, nigga, I ain't your fucking prop, nigga. I was like, Hello. whoa. <laughs> and then the nigga said, what you say to me, boy? I nigga hemmed him up. He was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. The prop part was second. The first shit he said was when he was like, yo, I need both of y'all to be on your A game. That nigga said, so what you want us to tap dance for you? I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, okay, Jake. Jake back on his 63rd shit, nigga. Because he gang. I don't know if niggas remember, but Reggie let that nigga get punched in the game or kicked in his nuts to get in the gang back season one. So He know he stole. He remember he stole the blicky. And he stole the blicky. He um he went on the run with him to steal the blicky. He didn't fought niggas in school. Come back with the, the wild buddy. boys, little brothers. Call and back. he done ran up on they block. And you remember when him and Kev was walking and they was like, yeah, we'll let Kev go. But you can't come through this park, nigga. And that nigga Jake was like, nigga, me and Reggie will come beat y'all ass, dog. <laughs> so I'm the, Re, Reggie, or I'm sorry, Jake really with the shits. So he was like, what, you want me to tap dance for you or something, nigga? And that nigga was like, no, I got this fundraiser. I just want y'all to come. And, you know, we really got to look good tonight and represent this family. That shit caught him off guard. Look, it did. He was like, he wasn't, he couldn't even like turn into dude out real quick. He really was Otis Perry. He was like, no, son, that's not what I want. I want you guys to be on your game. This can really help my mayoral campaign. That nigga was like. That nigga was Jamie. That nigga said, ain't your fucking prop, nigga. Then he turned into dude out. Is said, this not power, though? Fam. Is this fam. not, is this not, ja- fam. Is this not fam. Tariq getting mad at fam. his dad? Like, come on, dog. Like, and, and then when and you Tasha think- is like, no, that's the same show. Fam. It's the same fucking it's, show. We've been saying it three episodes in a row. They're stealing. I know Lena was like, yo, while she was getting a taper in a barbershop, she was like, yo, what if for the third season, I just do the worst season of power? Nick is not even going to know. So what was you thinking, Jake? was bossing up for like this energy where was you thinking like oh shit it's because trig said he got yeah, reggie 100 okay and the reason that i didn't I, I knew obviously that's what trig told him last week um that reggie got killed because dude i basically didn't want to go to war with the wild boys um so said fuck it kill kill reggie that ain't got nothing to do with the rest of 63rd kill that little nigga i knew he told him that but it was something that had me just like dog you literally ran in Trigg's crib crying and sweating, nigga, because you saw Duda stomp a nigga out. You done been with Reggie when he killed niggas. Because I think he just wasn't, he wasn't paying attention. Mm. Remember when I asked you, like, does he know? Yeah, does yeah, yeah. Know, we talked know? about that a few weeks and ago. And we was yeah. like, no, he knew. But like, he clearly didn't. Apparently. He didn't put two and two together. You know what I'm saying? Because he a kid. And, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going through all this shit. But then when he, when he actually saw it, I was like, Oh, yo, I wasn't ready for this. This is yeah. supposed to be the nice pizza. This the pizza man. Yeah. Thought it was going to be some nice, wholesome shit. He got a dog-ass bedroom, like, look, and all that shit was clean, crispy, the big-ass house. That crib is probably expensive as fuck in Chicago. That's a big fucking house, dog. Of course. But, uh, yeah, dog, I just was like, damn, Jake, like, you really coming on strong to this nigga. But then <laughs> let's, hey, literally, though. So then we go to uh to Nina and Dre, man. They at the house. 
This shit pissed me off. I'm gonna tell you why it pissed me off. Nina and Dre at the crib. Um, Nina and Dre are in Keisha's bedroom, filling up boxes with her shit. They're packing up her bedroom. Why? I'm with Nina on this. I don't know. Granted, apparently at some point Nina agreed to do it, but then in the middle, she's like talking to Dre while she packing. She like Keisha could run from when before she could walk, she could run, telling her stories about when she was a baby. And then she goes, "Hey, when niggas say that shit, so. before she could run, she could walk. Like before she could walk, she could no, the fuck she could. <laughs> she if she probably stopped running and started walking, she probably could walk. Like, like, hey." We don't got kids though, so yeah, you know man, that's, that's, that's problem number one. So then she like she says, "Yo, I don't want to do this. I don't want to pack up her room. Like it, it feels like I'm giving up hope." And Dre goes, "No, no, like I feel like this shit is just it ain't you. It's fucking with your mind. Walking past this room, you get all sad, and then you come in here. Sometimes you in here for hours, ma'am. My daughter's been missing for two fucking months. You in here for hours and." Me and Kevin. Me and Kevin out there. We out there. It's like you don't know. You don't, don't show, show. Or don't, don't give, give a fuck. fuck. What's going on in the living room. Like, <laughs> like, nigga, help me understand what the fuck Nina thought this was going to do, dog. And she even told her, I feel like this room is haunting you. Baby girl, my daughter is missing. And nobody's have been found. So I'm going to hold out hope till they tell me she at the corner, nigga. What do you expect? Dog? See, that's the thing. Dre, you ain't got no kids neither, like me and Jay. So you clearly don't get it, dog. What the fuck was Dre thinking in this scene? So Nina was like, look, it's, Dre say, no, I'm I'm not giving up hope. Nina say, yeah, sound like you are, nigga. Sound like you on some bullshit. And she was like, look. Like, what's your rush? Fam, why is this room bothering you? Matter of fact, why you in my daughter room? I told you two episodes ago, you ain't even her mama. You trying to get back to normal. Why? Fem, that's not. And we find out this bitch a counselor? Get to that. We going to get to that. We going to get to that. Whoa. Let's 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 talk a little bit about what happened next. Cuz she said all that to Dre. I don't want to do this. I'm not giving up hope and packing up her room feels like I am. I know my daughter's still out there. Until I see a body, I got faith. And then the next morning, Nina walks in the room and Dre is in that bitch packing it up. After the convo we just had last night. You know what Dre thinks? What? Dre thinks that BDE is real. Mm. She thinks she got big dick energy. Yeah. You got S-O-E. <laughs> you got strap on energy. Like you think <laughs> Episode 111, man, we out. <laughs> like God you really think that like you just like you the She got BSE? You think you the man of the house. She got so big strap speak. energy? <laughs> big strap energy. There go the name. <laughs> BS we're gonna call it BSE though. We're gonna call it BSE. Don't um, cancel me. Um, no, like, you I agree. Think she that, thinks like, she runs shit. Like, yo, I'm up in this motherfucker. Everybody going to do what I say. Nigga, I pay, I pay half the bills in here. I be you know handing Kev $80. Like, nigga, you weak as fuck. You one of them niggas who think you come around Fam. and you think everybody's supposed to bend to your whim. Nigga, that's not even your house. No. We living no, in not. an apartment. It's not. We got married and you moved into my apartment. So, Drake, or I'm sorry, Nina asked her. Who the fuck do you think you are? She said, I pay half the rent. Okay. I was paying it before you got here. With another wife. <laughs> like, 
who worked at the post office and probably was on the union. She was getting money, nigga. Like Pac said, at least I'm on the union. Fuck. Dre, what was, the f- I thought this was just a manual. F- I mean, we saw this coming last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just felt like, in general, dog, Dre, that was such... How did you ever think that after her telling you, I cannot do this, because you could walk in there and do this? Because it's horrible writing. Fam. Because this is a, a manufactured beef. I would, it would have been more believable if we just started with that scene. You know what else makes it feel a little manufactured and probably makes it, even if we started with that scene, I still might not have believed it much? Because Dre... The character y'all have shown me in Dre for most of the episodes, except last week, has been the only one they've shown in the streets looking for Keisha along with Ronnie. Her and Ronnie have been all over the streets. Kevin looked for Keisha episode two. That was it. Ronnie been looking for Keisha every episode. Dre had looked for Keisha every episode she was on. So how all of a sudden do you go from being the only one out here in the street going to pedophiles' houses, all kinds of shit, with a, a nigga that murdered a kid, to now you ready to pack her room up even though her mom just said she don't want to do that yet? Come on, dog. Respect your wife more than that. Respect Keisha life more than that. Respect my mind, Lena. Or get your brain knocked out, nigga. I just don't like it, dog. That was very just nasty writing, nigga. I, that didn't seem like what Dre would have done after being the only one really showing love. Because you, we've even talked on the show about, I don't like how they're not showing Nina out here beating down the fucking ground, dog. Like, what, she handed out flyers and went to a vigil? That's all the mama gonna do? I mean, that's all the fuck you can do. It's been two months later. No, now, no, no. But I'm saying the fact that they showed so much of Dre beating the pavement, look for Keisha. But then we all we seen was Nina in the living room crying. But let's be real, though. Come on, man. A nigga came to her house and convinced her to go to one spot with her. But she was out under the bridge before that nigga came over there. You see what I'm saying? Just looking for the phone. Ain't no way. So again, you ain't no way Dre does all that and then starts packing them boxes after her mama says, I don't want to pack them by. That shit was just shitty writing, dog. Then we see another scene that pissed me off. Jada and the dude from work. No, no, no. We got to go back. What happened? Because she kicked her out. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Fucking uh, Nina tells her, or I'm sorry, uh, Nina woke up, keep Dre packing the room. She told her, yo, you got to get the fuck out. Period. Nigga. She start, went in the room, start putting her shit in her duffel bag. Like, grab the fucking anyway. strap. The first thing you do the was The first grab thing the she strap. grabbed was the strap and threw that bitch in the duffel. Lena, stop it. Fam. Stop it. You know what I never needed to see again this season was this fucking strap on, dog. <laughs> like, what? I just didn't need it. What does Mr. Wallace look like? Dog. Does I? <laughs> do I? Does I look like a bitch? <laughs> Lena, do I look like a bitch? No, Lena, does I look like a bitch? Like, like what are you doing? Why, why don't fam, you respect me, Lena? Dog, I'm so fucking confused by why this strap made it in this scene, nigga. Like, she's packing her belongings, and the first thing she grabbed was a strap on and some socks. So all she good for. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> uh, so then, after she kicked her out, pardon me, let's talk about uh, what's going on over at Jada and them cribs. So Jada comes back from Miss Ethel's thing. She in the hallway with her little boyfriend. They kissing, fucking making out in the hall. You said what? I hate seeing I just don't like them kissing. <laughs> it just look nasty, huh? Well, first of all, I'm still trying to get past how we just forgot about the fact that dog walked in on a young black woman patient 
without knocking. Who legs could have been up in the air? She was there for a fucking OBGYN visit and then walked in. Dog just walked in like, oh, shit, my bad. Her pants on anyway. And then apologized and got a date off that nasty shit. Like, come on, bro. Hip ain't shit. So they in the hallway, they kissing. He like, yo, is this how you always act after the funerals? She was like, I mean, you support me by waiting in the car and not actually being inside when I was approached by the killer nigga I almost dated. That made me turned on. Huh? Hey, hey, yo, that's a thing, though. No. Post-funeral sex is a thing. It's a thing. We learned about it in... uh, Wedding Crashers, nigga. Will Ferrell character. I learned about it in real life. Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey. It's a thing. But Jada hot. She ready. She hot and bothered, nigga. So she take dog in the crib thinking they about to get it on. They walk in the crib. Emmett, Tiffany, and uh, the little boy who had on a hat in every scene. Like, keep the hat counter. That nigga's had no hat on one time this whole season. They was in the crib chilling. The crib looked dirty as fuck. Remember on Power when they had a fake baby? Yes. <laughs> yes. It went from real baby to, to a just fake a fake baby. Dre baby, nigga. Dre was holding a baby doll. <laughs> Dre was holding a baby doll. Oh, One of these days, we got to compare all the audacious shit from, or audacious shit from this season of The Shy and the last two seasons of Power. Because I need to know what the fuck niggas think I am, dog. They think I'm a bitch. They have to, nigga. <laughs> Other tentative title, nigga. <laughs> Putting that down right now. What does Miss Waith look like? <laughs> Be like, do I look like a bitch? Boom. All right. So she go in the crib. Emin and Tiffany and the baby in there. Um, The crib is fucking disgusting. Feel it's junky as shit. And Emin and Tiff just cuddled on the couch, chilling, dog. Like, that made me think, like, Tiff might be one of them. Like, Fuzzy might stink a little bit. I don't know, nigga. Like, never just know. A, you just okay with. How you okay with your nigga being a bum? Because now you know for a fact he doesn't have a job. And you're letting him go do this little hustle shit, sneaky shit with Lala. But now you don't even. He's not doing that currently. Lala went back to her kitchen. So in a big ass fucking house, apparently she got a whole restaurant in there. So Tiffany, you just cool with letting this nigga be a bum and y'all laying around the creek. One thing you're not going to be is a bum and dirty. If you ain't working and you ain't really out here hustling and I'm the one bringing in the shit, I'm not coming home and the fucking crib is dirty, dog. So Jada walked in there. She embarrassed as fuck, told Tomas, you can't get no pussy no more. Um, he had to leave, which I don't get. I'm pissed at this scene. It fucking pissed me off. Fam. Because they go into the fucking hallway and he all like, okay, what are you doing here? Yeah. Are you going to let them walk he over like, you? Nigga, who the fuck is you? Fam, these are my kids. It's my son, my grandson, and my fucking, uh, his girlfriend. Nigga, your fucking mom and your brother still talking about your dead wife. Your mom and your brother just hold me. I'm still trying to figure out how me and you together. Because they just hold me at the picnic, nigga. How the fuck you going to tell us this woman how to, uh, come on, fam. They hold her at the kids. You've never even met these kids. Ever. Which also said something to me, too. Like, all right, you meeting his mom and and all them. He don't even know image yet. I mean, there was a... So, if you have a a, a festival, festivity, some Mm -hmm. shit, at your fucking house or at your family's crib, and you met a girl, like, you're going to meet them by default. Yeah. You know, you may met the parents, but, like, this wasn't like, let me come over so you can meet them. You know what I'm saying? But, like... Jada ain't having no barbecues in the apartment. Yeah, it just got fucking weird. You ever man. had like, somebody meet your parents by mistake? Yeah, like like twice, and I hated it. Both this times. wasn't like this. I never wanted you to meet my parents. One thing I don't want anybody to do is meet my parents. Like that's never been a thing, dog. Like I, if you meet my parents, more than likely it's by mistake. 
Because you shouldn't have, dog. Your girl meet your parents? Oh, yeah, yeah. My parents love my girl. They probably fucking uh, disown me and still kick with my girl, dog. Like, they love my girl, man. My pops, my girl and my pops be kicking it, dog. <laughs> like, they they really rock together. I, um, you ever had a girl that your parents didn't like? Uh, that I brought her? No. Yeah, yeah. That they met, but they didn't like. Never happened? No. It never happened and to my, me. Having my brother wife, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, that's... How, uh, I don't even know, because I really look at it, and it's just me, it's not because I'm a mama's boy, I love my fucking mama, I hate the term mama's boy, by the way. They've only met three people. Fem. Yeah, my parents haven't met more than maybe four people. Um, In fact. Um, and one was by mistake, maybe, shit, honestly, three was by mistake, they wasn't supposed to meet nobody but my girl. In fact, before my mom passed, um, she... We was in a hot. We was somewhere. She would go back and forth between the nursing home, hospital, every you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm, so I'm in mm-hmm. there seeing her, and she. Well, this is before this. I, I gotta, I gotta get my my facts straight. Yeah, she told me, my 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 current girlfriend at the with that girl that I was dating at the time. She was like, uh, "Don't get rid of this one," mm. and I'm like. <laughs> like why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she was like because I liked all your girlfriends mm-hmm. and. They just stopped coming around, and like, I don't see them no more. Yeah, but I still like. I yeah, did, I, I loved them. I, yeah. I developed a relationship, so yeah. she was like, "It's kind of unfair to me as yeah. mom." Yeah. Um, and I thought that was interesting. Well, I, but so then when we broke up, like I didn't yeah. tell my mom for a long time, mm. and, then I, and then I had to tell her. <laughs> I mean, eventually, you it's know, I had to tell yeah. her. But um, and then we had a conversation, and I was explaining like. Well, I didn't knew it was gonna work, but I thought she was gonna be like mad at me. But yeah. like, she was like, "Oh, I, you know, I, understand. I get that." Um, I any time that like me and my girl like we mad at each other, we get into it about something, whatever, and like my mom can tell like my energy is off or sums up or whatever. If she asks like, "Y'all all right?" I'll be like, "Yeah, we good, nigga." And, like <laughs> my shit be aggressive on some Jake shit. Like, nah, nigga, you want me to fucking tap dance for you, like? We aight, nigga, but it's like I, I would never really let my mom in uh, if if me and my girl was going through something or God forbid if we broke up or any, I couldn't tell my mom. My mom would completely disown me and call my girl and be like, yo, you good? Like, fuck that little nigga. And that's just what it is. My parents love my sh- shorty. So, uh, but that's ideal, right? Like, I, I would never want to bring mom. If you brought somebody around that your parents didn't like, if that happened, do you think that's somebody you could still be with? And your parents said, like, we, we not rocking with them? Or we don't uh, like her for you or whatever. My parents is gonna like anybody I bring around, right? Because you're not bringing them around. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so if they was like, "Yo, this one is not a yeah," I don't know. I'd be confused because to your point, I would never bring anyone around my parents who I didn't already think like, "Yo, I know they're gonna like her" because yeah. of how much I like her. Um, because me and my parents are alike. You know what I'm saying? We're we're different as fucks. They're my parents. I'm their child, but have a very similar set of qualities in people that we. My rock dad with. is gonna love anybody. I bring. Like facts, this nigga. facts. Like relax, nigga. Calm yeah, down. Yeah. Reel that shit back in, fam. When my girl like goes over to to see my parents, my pops will steal my girl, nigga. Yes, she be in there watching a whole movie with Tone, and it's just like, all right, well, shit. I guess I'm gonna catch you. Like you just met this girl. Why you kissing her on the cheek, fam? Let me know. Relax. Like let me know, dog. But uh. Huh, I just, 
I don't know. This shit with Jada and, and old boy, I don't like it. I think it's a weird storyline. But what did happen when she went in there after old boy left, because he was on some, oh, don't let anybody control you. Like, I just want you to be happy. Take care. She was like, nigga, I don't know you. Period. Nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> like, so then she go back in the crib. She cussed Emmett and, uh, and Tiffany out. She told Tiffany, too. Like, you a bum, too. FY. Both of y'all bums. Y'all stand here rent free. clean up. Yeah, Emmett. No, bitch, you clean no, up, too. No, you, too. You was literally laying up, cuddling across this nigga's lap in this dirty-ass apartment. Like, what's wrong with y'all motherfuckers? I thought they was going to be in there fucking. I definitely thought they were going to be in there fucking, which I honestly think would have been fucking apropos for the season, but whatever. So then she was like, look, I need y'all out of here by next week. She's like, it's going to be good as fuck when y'all get out of here next week. Can't wait the next week. Emmett say... Well, because it's been two months. When they went over there, they said we need to stay here for a couple of months. Emma say, hey, um, now probably ain't the best time to bring this up, but I need you to let us stay here a little longer. She say, how much longer? I really thought he was going to say a couple more months. That nigga swung for the fucking fence. What time? We don't know where it's at, though, but he said to the end of the year. What month is it? We don't it? know what month we in. We don't know what month we started. We don't know what month. It's before June. School's still in. It's yeah. been two months. Mm-hmm. School's still in. <sighs> uh, end of the year. Emmett, you a wild nigga. <laughs> you a wild nigga that for nigga, asking that. That nigga said, let me stay for another six months. You a wild nigga for asking that in that moment. I understand that that's what you and Tiffany need. Fam, six months? Six months? A six-month extension. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. School is over with in June. Yeah. School's still in session. Yeah. So let's just say school ends next week, which it don't. Yeah. You said the end of the year. Six months? It's so, weird, bro. So you mean to tell me you want to live here for eight months? Yeah. Rent free? Yeah. Um, huh? Huh? That's all I could say was huh? With your girl and the and the baby? Yeah. I just don't And why I, your mom only care about this grandchild? Because she got four. Yeah. Or three. I didn't fucking like it. Um, she don't give a fuck or say a thing about the other three or other two grandchildren. Uh, she got because Emmett got two. He got them other two sons. What's funny? There was a scene. I seen uh, how many episodes ago where he met up with his dad. His dad said Tiffany had to be cheating. All he had all three of the kids with him at the park. They was in the background. I saw a picture mm-hmm. of them later. Like that wasn't on the the show, but it was all three of his sons. I was like, why wouldn't they show him like? being a dad with all three kids like they focus on this one because he's not a dad facts um and if he is he's a shitty one so then let's talk about uh let's let's kind of move through some of this shit so ronnie still kicking it with his homeboys at the bar or whatever now he drinking coffee because jada told him he was alcoholic and now he's sober again but the homies was like look man we getting the fuck up out the shot we going down to springfield my cousin got a little warehouse out there he hiring nigga so we finna go work, make some money, get some benefits. When the last time you had a steady salary? That nigga Ronnie said, I got something going on here. You're... Yo, I just put it together in my mind. I'm so fucking mad if this happened, dog. It just clicked. Because I was finna say, you're a fake detective to find this girl. <laughs> but then it clicked. You remember season fucking one, Ronnie wanted to be a cop. And then season two, they was flashing back to when he came back from the army and tried out, but he couldn't pass the psych evaluation. Nigga was going crazy. Nah. If they make this nigga a cop, bro, 
Because he found Keisha. Fam, I swear I'm swinging on everybody involved, dog. Nah. Not Lena, she a woman, but still. Nah. I ain't doing it, dog. Me and Jason Mitchell running through that motherfucker. That's all I'm saying, bro. So his homeboy's just like, why don't you come with us, bro? You ain't got shit going. He like, nah, I'm working on something here. <laughs> what type of nigga offer another nigga a job that just gave you? Like, what? You- What's funny is, clearly the one homeboy and the other one already had this plan. Don't offer me the job on the strength of y'all finna leave. Because they was leaving tomorrow. Don't offer me the job. They, granted, it ain't like Ronnie didn't need to go to work, nigga. I think we got Lena Waifed in this season. I mean, in this scene. Mm. Them niggas was... It's a weird energy between them three. I don't like them two dudes. I just don't get their characters, why they here. It's a lot of staring to each other's eyes and I'm going to miss you. And I guess a lot of Lena shit going on. They're just fucking weird, dog. So... Uh, back at the, at the ranch, nigga, Keisha's abductor, Omari, he's talking to her. She not really fucking saying nothing back. She looking real weird. That nigga say, it's early. We had a long night. You need your strength. I'm gonna go get some food. So we go upstairs, make something to eat. While he upstairs, Keisha hops out of bed, fully dressed in a tracksuit. Clearly he knows she has that on because he was just laying under the cover with her. So then I was like, well, damn, was it a long night? Yeah. Or did he like, do we like get off off the tracksuit? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But she had a tracksuit on. Um, He runs upstairs, throws some clothes on, cooks some breakfast. While he's up there, she grabs the chair that's sitting over there by the desk I thought she was going to climb up on the desk and knock the window out and try to crawl out. But she grabbed the chair. You ain't knocking no glass block windows out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was going to be the attempt. I didn't know what she was doing. When she started smashing the chair, I was like, oh, she going to try to. Well, my initial reaction was, nigga, smash him when he come back in the door. Like, don't break the chair now. She broke a leg off the chair, got back under the fucking covers. When he came down, the plan was bust this nigga up when he come down here. So he came down, he had a little tray of food, met her in the bed, he sat on the end of the bed and started trying to feed her. And she brought the fucking leg of the chair from around her back, start hitting dog. She wasn't really getting off good hits. She ain't got the most strength in the world. You should have ate that food first. <laughs> Get your dog. This nigga says she should have ate the food first. Uh, That's a fact, though. And then... I'm like, hey, babe. <laughs> hey, so come here real quick. <laughs> after a couple times hitting that nigga, it didn't work. It he did. grabbed her arms and that nigga said, Next time I won't be so friendly. I was like, All right, candy man. That nigga, uh, he caught a couple and then he would he act like a little bitch while he was getting hit. He was like, <laughs> he was like ah, ah. In front of my friends. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if he got that on camera. <laughs> he, you, you gotta poke him. He gotta jab that nigga directly in the eye. I low was, key, yeah. You don't even need like a weapon. Like yeah. he feeding, like literally, take your nigga, two fingers bloop. and poke him in the eye. Fam, done. You can run out of here. You can run the fuck out. You of can here. run out of here because they're not. Because if not he's, locked if like he that. gives chase, he's, he's going to fall, nigga. If you fuck his vision up, like he's not, and you run track. I just want her to keep remembering she runs track. So you know we gonna get to that. When you accidentally poke yourself in the eye, it takes you a while to get Fam, back together. You be blinking for a day and a half, nigga. Like so, if a nigga legitimately just rams the fingers in there, yeah, women, ram your fucking fingers into a nigga eye. 
So this nigga Emmett go to Dom Little House restaurant, right? Little speakeasy setup she got or whatever. He go in there. She mad. She like, you brought your little dumbass baby to the, let me not call it baby dumb. You brought your baby to the meeting. That baby got a hat on. That motherfucker is, is not. Hey, man. <laughs> this week in Culture Episode 111, man. That baby. So look, she like, look, you brought your baby to the thing. You you We couldn't get Sonny. He's like, why are you even here? That <laughs> nigga said. Baby soft head. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck. It just really do be like that. It's <laughs> padding in that hat, okay? It's, it's padding in that motherfucker's dog. Little radio. <laughs> Got a little fans on that little hey. propeller on the top of that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, shit. Huh. God ain't finished working on me yet, though. This nigga said that baby. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. So she like, look. Pre-K? That little nigga ate. (laughs) (laughs) And got a beanie on with some pajamas. Motherfucker got peach fuzz. Take that little nigga to kindergarten. You really be wearing the pajamas with a (laughs) fitted. Fuck. Fuck are you doing with your drug money, girl? This bitch sell drugs, dog. She don't work. She don't work like for a dispensary and get a check. No, she, she walked in the dispensary with four racks, nigga. Damn, she legitimately sell drugs for a living, and you living in an apartment with a nigga and his mama. Yeah, and a baby. I'm just confused, dog. Emmett was paying three hundred dollars a week. I mean, a month. I'll never understand why they fucking moved out. I don't. You never gonna get rent at three hundred. But then y'all giving Jada zero. <laughs> This shit wild. wouldn't be me, dog. So, uh, what y'all stacking up for? <laughs> when are y'all stacking up? Cause nigga, Emmett, you got a little bit of that underground Sonny's money. Um, Tiff, you got four racks to go buy product, so you should be making more than four racks, I would assume. What are you? Where the money at, dog? Anyway, Emmett go over to uh, Dom shit. He like, look, fuck all that. I know you mad at me, but I got some good news. The nigga hit me back after he ate your cakes. <laughs> I knew they was trying to give me some pun, but I walked past it. He said, look, the nigga hit me back, ate your cake. He loved it, dog. He said he wants his caterer dropped out of this event he got going on tonight. He want us to cater it. I said. For $7,000. $7,000. And then Dom said, oh, but it's just me. I don't even have no staff. I could work for you. I could help. I'll do anything you ask me to do. And this is when they started bullshitting. I'm like, come on, dog. And look, he said it twice. He said it the first time. She was like, don't be on no bullshit, Emmett, nigga. I need you to do what I say and stay out the way. Look, whatever it is that you ask me to, I promise I do, nigga. I tell her that you do whatever she asks you to? Probably. And I was lying. (laughs) I was fucking lying. Ladies, if a nigga say I do whatever you ask me to, he's lying. Unless you're going to do it. <laughs> Depends on what you ask. But I was lying. Like, if my girl asked me that right now, I have to say, like, well, what is it you want me to do? Because the fact you prefacing it with that. Like, so look, you would do anything I ask, right? Whoa. Does it require me to go to jail? Do I got to die? Do I like, what am I doing, nigga? Like, I don't know. But that's a, they were trying to hint at the flirt. Like, they be forcing the flirt between the two of them. To flirt with this old ass woman. <laughs> like, damn, S. Ethel. That's Miss Ethel when she owned the fucking club. Lala had adult acne in a little oh. makeout scene or a oh. sex scene. But anyway, so they're going to do the shit for $7,000. 
Then we get Candy shaving dude because we got to move through some of this shit. Candy giving this nigga dude eye shave while she's shaving his neck on some color purple shit. She like, look, Jake knows you killed Reggie. How? When you've never talked to fucking Jake ever. How you know that? How you know he know that? Dude, I say, nah, he ain't going to say nothing to me about it, though, even if he knows. She was like, look, you might wake up and that nigga have a knife to your neck. I feel like they leading us to something. They hinting at something. Jake going to kill Dude. I'll be okay with that. Jake going to kill Dude. How? I don't know. <laughs> Jake ain't Kevin. Because <laughs> Kevin a rider, too. I feel like Trig is going to be trying to, like, Dude's going to try to kill Trig. And Jake, he going to try to, like, have Jake do it or. Bring Jake in the room, Trig gonna be tied up and he gonna be like, do it, he son. Gonna to, he gonna walk in yeah. like, which one are you gonna shoot? Yeah. Me or him? Trig gonna be like, come on, Jake, my little bro, man. Last week he told him he had a pick. Yeah, yep. And he went. Yep, ah, you see what they doing? And then he went to do the house. <laughs> then he went back to do the house. Like, <laughs> nigga, why ain't you stay in the trap house? Nah, nigga. You used to stay here, nigga. <laughs> nigga, because I got a bed over here. I'm tired of sleeping on that red leather couch, nigga. You used to stay here, nigga. You ever slept on the leather couch? Stuff? Yeah, nigga. Agreed that'd be the nastiest. The oh, you had the boy. I had the Martin couch. The nigga. Martin. Oh the shit. Apartment. So the nigga, uh, Candy was telling him like, "Look, man, you gonna wake up, nigga, gonna have a knife to your neck." And Duda said he not built like that. And that's when I thought he's gonna kill Duda. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It wasn't a statement that he gonna do it. It was. He ain't even built like that, bro. He don't. He don't do that type of shit. Y'all hinting at me, dog. The foreshadowing is crazy. Then we uh oh oh so the Nina and Dre shit happened after that. Pardon me, Ronnie boys pull up in the truck to say bye to that nigga and hit him one more time. Yo, you sure you ain't trying to come? No, man, I'm working on some things. We gonna miss you though. We gonna miss you, dog. Long gaze. Stay up, Miss Ethel forever. Double pun. Miss Ethel <laughs> for life. Emmy four L. Emmy 4L, that's what they hit him with. And then they pulled off playing Earth, Wind, and Fire September. And then we got the most awkward dance scene I've ever seen in my fucking life. Fam, what was this moment? Why do we need it? What did this do for you? I yelled at my, I, I yelled at my TV screen at about, I don't know, 12.30 a.m. last night. Hey, yo, get the fuck out of here. Fam, this nigga dancing was so awkward, dog. What the fuck was happening, bro? And he was—he well, was doing a little dance that uh, Shorty Low basically made. Hey, but he was doing it bad, nigga. Dun, 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 he ain't do the done at all. That wasn't the done at all. That was the done nothing, nigga. He ain't done shit but be homeless. Mention Miss Ethel and acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> Mention cocktails and acknowledge me. Shit. So the snigger Ronnie then after the fucking dance, um, I was like, "What the fuck is? What does she do? Like, did y'all think this was gonna be a, a joyous moment or occasion? Like, yo, this is a coming. You know, I'm just like the phoenix. I like to rise from the fire. What the fuck, Lena? We we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. Cause let's talk about Gemma and uh and Kevin. Man. So Kevin's still not fucking with Gemma. He mad at her. He's her in school. Jake called her a bitch like five times. Kevin ain't check him on none of them, nigga. It was like, all right, hey, nigga, we don't fuck with that bitch. Uh, somebody who I like to steal content from uh, has a has a theory. Okay, and yeah, Jay gonna fuck Gemma. Yeah, I could see it. They kept forcing that shit with Trig. You remember Trig said yeah. last week, like you like her, don't you? No, no I hate that bitch. Yeah. That's usually when you like her. Yeah, and hey. then like he the he the main one trying to. Mm-hmm. So could be. 
I could see it on some high school shit, and maybe that'd be how they fall out, and then Jake go be 63rd, then Gemma um, be in love with a gang member, and then her dad kick her out the house. Now she's 63rd. Now uh, she up in fucking then Jake, uh, dog trap house. Jake and Gemma is the new Duda and Candy. Whoa, whoa. And Reggie, <laughs> and Jake and Reggie. <laughs> so after school, Kevin was waiting outside. Gemma ran up on him. She tried to fucking talk to him. He was ignoring her, being cold to her. She said, Kevin, don't do that. He said, what? She said, be a bitch. Nigga, talk to me. She was like, don't don't evade me. Don't try to ignore me, dog. Like, I'm not with that. That nigga said, yeah, whatever. And then, look, this is my favorite part, though, because Kevin got in his toxic bag. She said, Kevin, <laughs> like, what do you want from me? That nigga said, to start, you can leave me alone. And she said, you know what? Fine. That nigga Kev said, wow. I." <laughs> he was like, I did. Wow. That nigga literally said, you can leave me alone. She said, you know what, Kevin? Fine. That nigga said, wow. I then. That nigga Kevin acting like a bad bitch. <laughs> Damn. Kev is such a fucking toxic nigga. Who knew? It worked. Hey. She so when like, that nigga <laughs> said, wow, I then, he tried to turn and walk away. She grabbed his hand. And then she leaned in his ear. She grabbed his hand like Omar Epps. I mean, <laughs> grabbed uh, her knee along hand. And she said, and then they almost, <laughs> you want to come over? And it was in that moment that my stomach dropped. And I said verbally out loud to the TV and my girl, Lena, you bet not. You bet not. My girl ran because she was like, dog, if they show them fucking, I'm going to oh be so mad. God, so they went back to fucking Gemma crib, got in bed. They were sitting on the bed kissing and all that. And then he tried to hit her for the consent talk. That nigga said, yes, you have my, like, I, I, I appreciate it. But like, this shit is so like, who wrote it? Like, that nigga, yeah. Kevin said, yo, first of all, I want to make sure you understand what we're doing and that everything we do is consensual. And she said, yes, Kevin, you have my consent. Um, yes, I have a signed affidavit on my, <laughs> she said about a power granted to me <laughs> by the state of where they at nigga, the Chicago, of, the uh, Illinois, <laughs> my dumb ass is Chicago, by the state of Illinois, I grant you permission to unblend my blouse. That nigga said, yes, you are wearing a blouse. I can't even get my jokes off because they're kids. Fam. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made this awkward. And they're kids who look like kids. You remember the wood? You remember the Pause. wood? <laughs> 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 Pause. <laughs> but yes. You I remember do. the movie yeah. The Wood? Them niggas like 25 playing. So high them were and that it makes it a little different when you're looking at an actual yeah. kid versus when you're looking at niggas playing kids. Um so they, they was getting ready to get down, and then by the grace of God, because my stomach was in knots, I swear I did not want to see them fuck or I didn't want to kiss. I didn't want to I didn't want I don't like, like none of that. Them little cute pecs they be doing when they out, limited to that. I don't need none else. But by the grace of God, Gemma dad walked in, and she heard the front door slam. She like, oh, shit, that's my dad. Get dressed. I was like, y'all still got your clothes on, but okay. Get dressed. Button your shit up. I'm with it. So the pops walks in. She got her door. Ma'am, open the door. Like, she had the door kind of fucking closed. And the pops walks in, and she's sitting at her desk. Kev sitting on her bed with a geometry book upside down. Yo, we just doing our French homework. He said, yeah, Kevin, you got the wrong book there. Nigga, get this plan together a little bit, dog. Like, be better than that. Both y'all too smart to get this fucking, this caught up, this dumb. So the dad was like, Kevin, come with me. Let's have a talk. 
So I'm like, oh, like, shit. Like, 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 like right now? <laughs> Fam, what's that, sir? Because, nigga, I'm on hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's going to take me a minute. Yeah, like, I don't want to stand up right now in my fucking uniform khakis. I'm good, nigga. But then, let's jump back to... Uh, we gonna save the Papa storyline for last because it had nothing to do with shit. We don't even gotta. Talk we about really it. don't have to talk about it. it. Was unnecessary. Let's jump back to. Prankster. Hey, 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 hey! I couldn't. I that couldn't was get, loud as shit. It was, wasn't it? I, I thought somebody shot me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get to the song quick enough. When he was like, "How you get caught up?" <laughs> this was a bop, by the way, nigga. Chris Brown, fuck out of here. <laughs> Nigga Hey Her dad came <laughs> in the room She called me by surprise Alright this chorus not coming soon enough so Oh here it come here it come hold up We back Consent. <laughs> Jimmy gave me it. Consent. Oh man. Um, let's jump back to Ronnie real quick, man. So Ronnie is now going door to door on that same block where he found old boy crib where he heard Keisha screams coming from. So he going door to door. Everybody closing their door on a nigga face. No, I don't have a little girl in my house. Thank you for being creepy. You looking kind of creepy, sir. Ain't you the nigga that killed a little boy? This a plot hole. Mm. Because. When you finally got across the street and the lady talked to you and she was like, yo, ain't nobody going to help you. What you looking for? Yeah. yeah. Um, when guy crossed the street, say he heard some screams the other yeah. night. Nigga, that was over a month ago. Yep. Yep. So you, 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 a month later, you looking for somebody who heard a scream in the middle of the night a month ago? I would close the fucking door on your dumb ass too. Yeah. Like y'all tried to make it seem like that was last night. Yeah. It that was not last it night. It wasn't last night. Um, that was the blackout, which was two episodes ago, which was a before month ago. Gemma yeah. and them. Yeah, started fell out, and that's only been like yeah. two days. Yeah. So nah, that that was that was even bad if you right came now. by two days ago. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear something two days ago? Yeah. Like no, fam. It's been it's it's been a long time. But look, the fucking plot didn't just fucking get bad there because it got worse. So when Ronnie's going door to door, he stopped at one neighbor house. She asked, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Ain't nobody going to help you out, nigga. You look creepy and you killed a kid, nigga. We're not talking to you, bro. And then he goes, you know, uh, well, the neighbor across the street heard it, too. He heard the screams, too. And he was he was or the neighbor that he talking to. She goes, well, yeah, he's a little touched. We know what that mean, black folks. Nigga, a little crazy. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't got his right, his mind weirdo, right. Nigga. Little crazy, weirdo ass nigga. We don't really fuck with him on the block, for real, for real. And then Ronnie said, what about his wife? Yeah. And she was like, nigga don't have a wife. Nigga, I just told you he kind of a fucking weirdo. So now Ronnie's like, oh, he lied. Ronnie hit the fucking Weebay face like, oh, shit, nigga. It was a white, the white girl was a cop, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no cop, Jay Reed. Nigga, you ain't no cop, Omari. So that nigga was like, you know what? I got a plan, nigga. Fam, this is plot hole after plot hole. So what you just brought up was part one. Part two, how the fuck do you know he's not home? 
You was just going to break in the nigga's back door and he might be home and could blast your fucking head off? Keisha. You ain't even going to knock on the door again and say, hey, you remember me? Or nobody answered. I don't think he home. Niggas just leave crowbars? Oh, we getting we nigga, hold up. Before we even get to the crowbar, we have 10 things to get to before the crowbar, nigga. So then he doesn't go knock on the door. He doesn't see if the nigga's home or not. He goes around the back, but the problem is he goes around his big ass gate. The back of the house he was at was not the fucking same house, bro. It just wasn't. Because dude lived on a corner. Dog lives on a corner, yet this nigga went on a gate two houses up the alley, nigga. And he was sandwiched in between two houses. That that and so he start palming the gate to see where the fucking gate opened up at. Palms it, pushes it, pushes it open, sees a damn tool chest. Runs up on the tool chest, it's a crowbar in it. Because niggas just leave a tool chest in the backyard with crowbars in the motherfucker. So then he fucking crowbars open the door. No, he kicked the door open. Oh, didn't even use crowbar. Didn't even use the crowbar. Oh, cool. All right. Well, this Ronnie, Ronnie, that's two doors you done kicked open this season. Shout out to you, nigga. So then he runs in the house. Keisha... Fam, you don't know if anybody's home, bro. And then you slowly walk down there. Well, you get get to going, nigga. Fam, because, hey, you came here before you went all upstairs. You didn't see nobody. So, nigga, the only place you need to be going is the basement. You don't have nowhere else you need to go. That Keisha was like. Yeah, Keisha, she thought she heard her name and it wasn't to kidnap her. Like, yo. So yeah, then I'm she here. like, yeah, I'm down here. I'm I'm here. So he goes downstairs slow as fuck. Sees the doors are, it's padlocks on the door. It's like five of them. Now, let me ask you. Yeah. You don't really know the answer to this question because mm-hmm. you're not a serial killer and a rapist. Facts. But if you had somebody held up in your basement for months, yeah, you pull up to the crib and your back door is kicked open, do you go in or do you immediately go on a run? You jumped right to my next fucking issue. Fam. If I've had someone hold up in my basement and I pull up to the backyard, the backyard that all of a sudden the fence opened way wider from the middle, even though Ronnie opened a very narrow fence opening from the end, but I ain't getting into that. This nigga just drove. He pulled a truck through the back fence, nigga. He just drove right. He didn't get out, open the fence. No, he no, just no. Pulled he right just in. pulled right up, bro. Why didn't Ronnie just walk right in Fam. the backyard? Because Ronnie came through the fucking corner of the fence because this nigga drove through the middle, but we ain't getting into that. When I see that door open, dog. I'm immediately going into reverse and driving the around the neighborhood because I need to know if this girl done ran off. Because when I see that back door burst open and broken and all, I'm thinking my kidnappee has dipped on me, bro. And the police should be here any moment now. And now I got to go because I either need to find her or I need to get the fuck out of Dodge and be on 94 headed somewhere. He ain't do neither. He runs in the crib, goes to the basement, sees the door is open. Runs downstairs. Ronnie's talking to Keisha. Keisha's kind of backing up because it's Ronnie. You still killed a kid. Like, nigga, I saw you right before he snatched me. It Fam. Been a- Fam. Oh, they ain't even addressed that. Like, nigga, I literally saw you and got scared right before I got abducted. Come on, bro. Shit, I covered up when I yeah. saw you. Yeah. And then Ronnie's telling her, like, hey, I'm here to help you. Old boy runs in and he's like, nigga, what the fuck? He busts Ronnie in the back of the head, push him down. Then Keisha jumps on his back while he's trying to beat up Ronnie. She gouged his eyes, did a bad job at eye gouging because we just told you how to do it. But she gouged the nigga eyes. He throws her off his back. Then he gets to stomping Ronnie out. I thought that, you know how in movies you throw somebody off the fat and now you knock out. She's going like bang her head or some shit. Yeah. So I actually said this about two weeks ago to my girl, but I thought it was, I thought we were about to see it happen. I said, Ronnie's going to die for Keisha to escape. 
I thought that was going to happen. So in this scene, when he's beating Ronnie's ass, I thought she was going to take off. And Ronnie was just going to get stomped the fuck out till he died. Kind of was looking forward to it, to be honest. But it didn't happen. He's stomping Ronnie out. Ronnie out. Um, Keisha sees Ronnie's crowbar that he brought down. Grabs that bitch. Hits dog in the back. I thought she was going to hit him and run. She hit that nigga 22 times, nigga. 22 tools. Damn, he's dead. He got to be. He should be. Like, because, like, I'm just swinging that bitch. Some of them hit you in the back. Why you on the ground and I'm swinging yeah, downward? Yeah, yeah. That shit hitting you in your neck. Yeah. It's hitting your back. The yeah. edge of that motherfucker got, it's a sharp edge on there. If she was hitting him with that edge. Because she could have been hitting him with the back. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I that curve part. You, but you even if she it. was hitting him the way she was hitting him with on that both, curve part, on both ends, she could have been. Yeah, but on the curve part, it's it's the round part. Like if she hit him with that backside, it might not have been stabbing him. But either way, she should have been beating dog to death. So and she had blood on her when she left out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, on her hands and on her face. So that blood was splattering. So she runs upstairs. Ronnie doesn't come behind her. He didn't got his ass whooped in the basement. Oh and then she runs outside because the back door is open, but she ran out the front, which is also unrealistic because fam, which door are you coming out of? I'm going to the closest. The one that's right there when I come to the top of the basement steps and it's open. And I'm also hopping in that Jeep and dipping. But that's me though. I've never been kidnapped. Um, She runs out the front door, runs into the middle of the street and stops. And just takes in a deep breath. I'm like, didn't you learn from last week? Like, run. My nigga. Run. Fam, what run. did Jay, Jay text me and said, nigga, I wouldn't have stopped running until I got home. On some Forrest Gump shit. Facts. I'm running everywhere. And Forrest Gump was bending them corners wide as shit, nigga. I don't even give a fuck. I'm going to run until I notice there's a street that I notice. And I'm running all the way to fuck home. Yep. I'm not going to the police. I'm not going to strangers. I'm no. going until I see no. some. Nigga, I am going to be Forrest Gumping this shit the fuck on. You? Why would you stop? Nothing on earth would have stopped me from fucking running on, bro. So then um, we don't. So here's where I think the episode really fucked up, bro. We did not see the phone call to Nina and Dre that Keisha's phone. We don't know who called, where they called. We don't know who called the cops. We don't know shit. All we know is Kevin in the room with Jim, a dad, nigga, getting talked to. Keisha never left the house. Like she the, stayed in front. The and then the ambulance that, came and got her from the street. That apparently. don't make no sense. She never did. She stayed right. What she do? Sit on the porch and wait? I don't get it. Ronnie never even came upstairs, so I know she ain't feel like, all right, at least I'm with somebody. Did she knock on the door? Did somebody see her run out? They didn't show us nothing. Neighbor should have been looking from across the street. Because the neighbor look up in the... Fem, I just was looking out the window talking to Ronnie and then saw him go around back to your crib. I want to know what the fuck y'all doing out here, nigga. Oh, this nigga about to break in. Yeah, oh, shit. I would have been right now. As soon as you said that, nigga, you walked up and went directly to that nigga crib. And then I heard somebody kicking a fucking door in. Yep. I'd have been watching that whole shit. But who called the cops? Who called Nina and them? How did Nina and them react? Because me saying that earlier that this shit was so anticlimactic to me, it was because when they finally saw her, it was just like, you doing okay? You good? It was kind of sc- like, so I'm assuming, um, and then then flash to Kevin. So Kevin and there were Jim and Dad yeah. getting cussed out. And it was they filmed it weird. It was a jazz record playing, and we saw them talking, but we couldn't hear the dialogue. I started him like, no, I really wasn't like that. It was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You come out what he was saying, yeah. Was you about to fuck my daughter? Yeah, the volume came in on that. 
Then he get the text. Yeah. And, it was the and he read the call or the text and whatever it said. And he said, oh, my God, I got to go. And he got up and he ran out. And he said, thank you, sir, for having me here. And he dips, nigga. He get to the so hospital. That, so that had to come from his mom. Had to. Because, yeah, the cops ain't texting you, nigga. Um, Your sister so like, ain't a lot phone. of shit happened off camera. And I just didn't like that. Clearly, they Ronnie is in the hospital, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they know Ronnie saved her. Because he went and thanked Kevin Ronnie. went in Ronnie's room and thanked him. So, so some information has been been given. Yeah. But and we like, don't see any of it. And I just felt like that was cheap. When you look at some of the other shit that was happening, uh, Papa going to Maisha crib, fam, that's five to eight minutes of screen time we ain't need. Explain to me what's really going down. Why is there a storyline between Papa and, and Maisha? Who the and, fuck cares? I don't give a fuck. They she stretch it every week. She's not an important character. She was when she was talking to an important character. Kevin. Papa, you been the cool nigga through the two seasons, but this year we seeing how bad you can't act. We went through this whole little money shit. Yeah. We, we knew that was and, coming. And now, like, but now they trying to force the whole religious part of it, right? Because now what they going to say is, so Papa got caught stealing money from his dad, from the church, and then his pops told him, yo, nigga, that ain't for that. That's for the church. And he was like, what about that money Miss Camille gave you? Nigga, that's for you. Okay, well. And that nigga was like, well, all right, considering that I'm good, let's give some money to Maisha because she can't even go to school. She got to babysit her brothers and sisters while her mama look for a job. That's fucking ridiculous. That's actually one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. You you, you walking door to door looking for a job? But you remember she was missing uh, from school during season one and two when she was first getting to know Kev. That's how they start liking each other. Her mama look old as hell. Yeah, she does. And got a lot of kids, apparently, she and Maisha like the oldest. Penny mama. Um, Facts. So then, but I'm saying that that whole Papa angle because it wasn't important. It didn't do shit, and it was like, fam, y'all could have showed me the off-screen shit about Keisha with that screen time. In this bro. episode, not important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it becomes something later, that's fine. But I didn't need it here. So anyway, uh, they at the hospital. They go see Keisha. The doctor comes and finally says it's okay to go back there. It was just anticlimactic to me, dog. They was like, mom wanted to be like, fuck us up with your hair, nigga. Yeah. That's what I that's what she it, looked like. It it didn't look like I've been fucking losing my mind for two months about which she has. And that's the thing. The mom has given us more dramatic scenes about the kidnapping but than we got at the reunion, dog. It's like, yo, if I if I run up on you and hug you and grab you, you may be like, yo, it so may, it may jump. You may jump. My girl explained that to me and I did kind of understand it. Like but even my girl was like, maybe they had a doctor tell them, like, yo, when y'all see her, give keep her it cool. Give her some time to get comfortable being touched and all that. This traumatic years. Like, so I'm like, even if that happened, it happened off screen. We just didn't see it. So it, it made it a little weird. But they go in there. They kick it with her. While they doing that, um, let's jump to the, the fundraiser or whatever, the event that was happening. So where they tried to tie it all in. The event Lil Rel told Emmett and Dom to cook at. Which I knew off rip. Yeah, you could have guessed it because this ain't been the least obvious season ever. But the event was Duda and Camille's fundraiser. Apparently, opponents have joint fundraisers, nigga. Or, well, no, I think this, or was, this was a, a Gemma's dad saying, I'm throwing this is what I do every mayoral season or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I pick okay, one you right, candidate right. to give yeah. some money to. So they there, they all at this event that Gemma's dad is throwing, and um, they come summon Duda and Camille, Lena Wave. And when they're walking, Camille comes up to, well, Candy ran up on Duda first and said, where are you going? He was like, look, watch Jake. I'm about to go in here with Gemma dad, have a drink. I'll holla at you in a minute. And that nigga said, uh, Candy was like, 
oh, so now you doing business without me? And that nigga said, stay in your motherfucking place. Get out my goddamn face. No one's going to stop me. He got into that bag, right? So uh, at the mayoral, okay, like this is power. Man, and he's wearing a burgundy suit with a black shirt. Like, this nigga, is, this is power. Dog. Okay. Mayoral in a burgundy suit. Okay. We had truth. So look, so they walking off and Camille, who's never been shown talking to Duda, comes up to a nigga she clearly knows is a gang member and says, oh, you need help with that? I could take her off your hands. Fam, we're mayoral candidates. This how you talk? I mean, I'm just saying. She looked like she 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 winked at me. She I seen her me. staring at me. Huh? Uh. In the whole city of Chicago, these are the two candidates for mayor. They're a mess. And then I realized, oh, there's a third candidate. Oh, there's a real candidate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the white guy <laughs> but because no one said anything about it was just these two it's been these two the whole time so they go up in the fucking uh little back room bar or whatever little secret area with uh with Gemma's dad and when they back there he tells them his whole story he said man my granddaddy would really be proud if he knew I was here with two black mayoral candidates and he's like look y'all know how this goes I only back one candidate every election that's my thing and the person I back Gets a nice little lump sum from me, nigga. So, y'all, I just want to tell you, um, I'm going to go with somebody who reminds me of me. Reminds me of Miss Wallace. Reminds me of who I see when I look in the mirror. Clearly, he's going with fucking Duda, nigga. I don't know. Because you may look... <laughs> both of y'all got tapers. Both hey, of y'all man, got on Episode suits. 111, dog. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can we call it episode 111? Episode 111, <laughs> nigga, can that be the title? <laughs> so the nigga was like, look, I'm going with who I see when I look in the mirror, man. He was like, I'm going with Mr. Perry, man. You got my back and you my candidate. And then Lena goes into one of the worst fucking speeches I've ever heard in my life, dog. She says, oh, I see how it is. Black men always try to get over on women in politics, but y'all not going to surely chisel me, fam. Chisel these. What is happening right now, dog? She said, look, because like the Phoenix, I'll still rise. She thought this was going to be one of those, yeah, moments that everybody was going to get online and talk about and like, yo. Bro. No. To follow the hashtag on Twitter, do you know that comments like me and yours about this season are in the minority, bro? People really think this show been good, dog. Oh. Or this season has been good. It's kind of fucking like granted, I am as the episodes going on, go on and on, I'm seeing more comments that mirror what me and you be saying, but I be seeing a lot of well, on my timeline, like people I know in real life who like have jobs and careers yeah. or like intelligent people, they like, yo, I'm not watching this shit. I just don't get it, dog. It's been such a fucking deviation from what we know. But we appreciate y'all for checking in, though. Facts, facts, all the time, nigga. So we see Camille give her speech, and we know that Candy and and Lena apparently have a sex scene this season. So you saw the lob right there, nigga. We saw the the steal, the fast break, the kick out, the outlet pass, and now we see the lob. Lena's going to fuck Candy to get back at Otis Perry getting the the big backing from Gemma's dad and basically sealing the win. 
and then Otis is gonna somehow like it's gonna be a scandal or some shit, and it's gonna fuck up the the campaign for Otis. That's what I think. Lena gonna like record her and Candy fucking and send right, it to right. the yeah. It's gonna be something like that, and it's gonna fuck up that whole perfect family image that they give off. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, we back at the hospital. Dre goes in there um, as she's walking back to the room. She done went and got some food and coffee, apparently. And as she's walking up, the doctor stops her. He says, oh, hey, I wanted to give you these pamphlets um, about, you know, women who've been kidnapped and trauma and all that shit. Uh, and she was talking to her. And again, this was another moment where I said, why do so many people this season or why do they have so many instances where they're trying to emphasize Dre being the mom. She got a whole mom. That doctor didn't go in the room where her and her mom at and lead them pamphlets. And not, I get that her and the mom are married, but like it just, you see know, what Lena doing. But dog. they don't know which one is the, the who kicked them. So again, if you don't know, you would go to the mom or you would go in the room, right? And just lead the fucking pamphlets. Something, nigga. It just felt weird that she stopped Dre we, in the we hall. We also do got to recognize, we missed it, that Keisha was definitely thinking about suicide. Oh, yes. Keisha was having uh, visions before she escaped. She was having visions of her tearing her sheet and making a noose and hanging herself, which for a minute I thought, damn, real. she might really do this. Yeah. Um, But fortunately, they were dreams. But I do think that that could lead to, depending on how they want to do these last three episodes, some additional drama Um, and, and some just kind of exposing you don't just be over getting kidnapped and, and being raped and molested and all that shit. Like, no. fam, this could really haunt her. And you know what I thought? Um, rest in peace to the God. I thought about Khalif Browder. Mm. Just because you free don't mean you free. Nigga. Yeah. Your physical body don't got nothing to do with your mental, man. And uh, to to be free in the body and still be trapped in the mind is a very difficult Man. situation to go through, dog. And I thought about Khalif Browder. And I said, again, I don't need Keisha's character to die I always was fine if she had died during the kidnapping or abduction or whatever. Cool. If they found her and she was safe. Cool. I was good either way. But I would applaud them if they approached that and said, yo, the demons got to her and she died anyway. Nah. They won't. I don't think it's that type of show. Maybe season two or one, I might have thought they would go there. I don't think they will. Well, Brandon on this, on this uh, season, none They of can't get happens. rid of characters like that. This, this shit would never have happened. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Nina, or I'm sorry, Dre goes back in the room. Oh, when something else we missed, when her, Kevin, and Nina first went into uh, Keisha's room, and Nina finally hugged Keisha, like when she finally like made sure she was okay being touched and all that, she hugged her, Kevin came and put his arm around her, sat on the bed, and then Keisha reached out and grabbed Dre's hand. Because one thing we didn't talk about when they was arguing, Nina and Dre, Nina threw it straight out there like, Keisha didn't like you no way. And I I did go, oh, shit, nigga, because that was kind of a harsh thing to throw out there, dog. So Dre, when she comes that night with the food and the coffee, Nina and Keisha are in the bed sleep. I did think that in this moment, Nina's sleeping in the I get why you would want to hold your baby and, and just be there. But considering they were spooned up exactly how the kidnapper and uh Keisha had been spooned up. I thought it was a little weird. Like maybe they could have had a moment where Keisha said, Mom, like, I don't I can't do that or I'm not ready for that. Mm -hmm. Something nigga, but they was asleep. Dre walked in there, um, and she broke down crying because 
finally, I, I get we get Keisha back and maybe I can get Nina back because Nina just kicked me out and threw my dildo in the bag. Um, <laughs> Trifling. Imagine your, your wife being able to throw your dick in the bag until you get the fuck out. Like, she probably keep it. She threw it in. <laughs> but I'm pump. So. Did we miss anything? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, uh, to, to Emmett and his. Emmett and fucking Dom. So after the event is over, Dom and Emmett get paid. Lil Rel comes up and says, yo, here go y'all. Check. That food was delicious. It was great. I fuck with y'all. You know what, y'all? I got some news. I'm going to evict Sonny. Crazy. And I'm going to let y'all. Fam, ain't this illegal? This feels illegal. If you was, I mean, I don't know how far behind he was on the rent or if they had worked out a payment plan or something, but if you hadn't evicted him, I feel like you can't just jump and do it if y'all hadn't, because Sonny clearly would have had to have made an agreement, right? If y'all haven't evicted him already. No. I mean, if if you behind on rent and haven't been evicted, like, don't you got to go through, like, they got to give you like a yellow letter, then that bitch be pink. Well, they, after so, a certain time frame, I just go to the court and get you put out. Now, I like I got love for you, so I haven't done that process yet, but yeah. we definitely passed that process. Okay. So he tells them, yo, I'm going to evict Sonny, and I'm going to let y'all rent a spot out for a few months. Emmett, like a few months? Why? Because, nigga, I don't know you, and you seem kind of goofy, nigga. So I'm going to give y'all a few months. If the food is good, I know that bitch going to bang, but I want to see how the business is before I give y'all a real lease. Trial run. Trial run on it, dog. So... After they fucking get that news and the seven thousand dollars, they get to split it fifty fifty. Emmett needs thirty five hundred desperately. Um, they go in the back in this kitchen of this public ass event that they just catered with the mayor with the candidates. two mayoral candidates and Gemma's dad, apparently the richest nigga in Chicago. And they go in the back kitchen where no staff, because yeah, y'all catered it, but clearly there was wait staff. They go back there. They poured a couple. He was the way staff. Emmett. He yeah. he wasn't the only one, was he? It's only 20 people. Uh, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, maybe he was. Fucking, I don't know. But they go back there. Oh, and not only that, the nigga who y'all just leased a fucking restaurant from. He's also he didn't there. trust you. Yeah. And we're going to do on a, on a on a on a trial basis. Yeah, he's still there. But you know what? They go in the kitchen. There's no door to lock. And while they're in there. They pour some champagne and say, let's toast, man. This is great. We got $3,500 each, and we just got fucking Sonny's, which is still the hoest shit I've ever seen in my life, dog. And if they don't bring Sonny back on here to cuss Emmett the fuck out and maybe punch that nigga in the face, I'm going to be mad. So they go back there. They have a toast. They celebrating. And then they hug. And that nigga Emmett say, girl, stick with me. You know I got you. And they hug. Come here. And then they embrace in the hug. Like, it was a difference. And then they start kissing. And that's when I noticed Lala's adult acne. She had two really big pimples on the side covered by makeup. Just let the pimples flourish. Don't put makeup on them. You only clogging them more. It's going to get worse before it get better. This is so trifling. Fam, this entire moment was trife, dog. Um, After a motherfucker told you last week your dick was the problem and you was going to end up cheating, and you cheated. Fam, and after you told your girl, baby, I'm not doing that shit no more. Like, that's the definition of a whole-ass nigga, because now you officially the nigga who know what not to do and still do it. Still do it. Um, But, nigga, a psychic told you you was a cheater. And you proved that. And you right. proved Miss Cleo right. Get the fuck out of here. Only Cleo we acknowledge is Cleo TV, nigga. So, the nigga said... Everybody has sex at work, though? Huh? Everybody has sex at work? 
Uh, these motherfuckers was definitely yes. on the clock. Man, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, they are on the clock. Uh, I've done that. It's whatever. Um, Boston Market bathroom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Serious Portrait Studio. Jesus Christ. Uh, regular Steve. Did you take a picture? <laughs> you bring the camera out? Yeah, my girlfriend at the time worked at the one in Wonderland. Oh my God. <laughs> Y'all niggas is up there fucking in front of Dewan Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Holy dude. shit, Detroit, what up? Yeah, a lot of shit going on in, with all them props inside. Hold up, Dewan Sims was the first Keisha? <laughs> this is dumb. Oh my God, I'm leaving low. I'm leaving low. Rest Episode in peace, Dewan Sims. Hey, 111, man. Shout out to Dewan Sims. I can't even rest in peace him. I feel like Nina. I don't know whoa, if he did. Oh, that nigga just came out and said I'm Dewan Sims. No, nah, they proved that he wasn't the son. Oh, they, that's what happened? Because he um he had to go. Well, no, no, no. The mom said she didn't believe him well, yeah, and mom. wouldn't do a blood test. Yeah. And nobody from the family would do it. So you can't get if you can't get a DNA test from somebody in his family, can't prove you they DNA. So yeah, that's what happened. The mom said she would never fucking uh, submit one, and nobody in the family would either. Uh, police officers make that motherfucker submit. Like I don't, hey, I don't get hey, it. I don't know how policing works anymore. I'm gonna just throw that out there. But uh, no, Dewan Sims you, the first. If you, Keisha, if you hear from if you're from the city, you know who Dewan Sims. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. This is a purely Detroit moment in the middle of the shy. Yeah. Uh, so. Look, man, Emmett and Dom have a very awkward looking and rather long sex scene, dog. Disgusting. It was terrible. I'm mad Fat at Emmett like for her. cheating. Uh, Lala, like, I just didn't need to see her have another sex scene. And if I'm being honest, Jacob Lattimore, as I've said on this podcast a million times, still looks very young. Even with the little beard he's trying to grow out, he still looks very young. I Lala, hate that fucking beard. Yeah, I want that nigga to cut the beard. And I t- used to, t- I was the main nigga talking shit about like, yo, he need to grow some facial hair. I don't like him with no facial hair. He kind of look a little effeminate. I don't want that beard, nigga. Go back to regular Emmett. I I was cool with that Emmett, dog. But Lala looked in this scene more than any other scene this season. She looked older. Like it felt significantly older and it made it creepy because Lattimore he's 23 years old yeah and Lala according to the gram is your age but or to the wiki but we know Lala probably 41 42 easy and again this is not illegal at all it just felt creepy and again on a show specifically an episode where a girl got kidnapped fam your girl is killing Lala Tiffany is murdering Lala right now she's murdering Dom I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah, Tiffany murdering Dom. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it to the listeners on if that actress that plays Tiffany is murdering Lala, but Tiffany murders Dom, nigga, all day. Just throwing that out there. I can break it. You shouldn't be cheating. Facts, <laughs> facts. Um, you shouldn't be cheating. You shouldn't be fucking with Dom, who you just fucking started a business with. Cause nigga, we what do we know about Emmett more than anything? He gonna fuck some up. So not only have you already cemented you're going to fuck your relationship up, you're going to fuck your business up when you just got it. And Sonny going to come back laughing with all them. Fam, how was Sonny behind on rent and he had enough money to open a second location and bring Emmett on as manager, even though that apparently never that never happened. happened? I mean, that was like season two. You know, was, yeah. season two was in a different uh, multiverse. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yo, the fact that the shy is in a multiverse bothers yeah. me greatly, man. But nevertheless, um, oh, niggas still listening to uh to Super Cape from last week. Shout out to the homie on uh on the gram Saint Elysis. Go follow them, man. Uh so all that 
this episode was not good. I hate that Emmett fucked Dom. I hate the only thing I liked about this episode is they did what I asked them to do, and we we tied up the Keisha being missing angle. She's officially out now. If they want to show that she has some uh, some very traumatic remnants and memories of that that moment over these next few episodes, I'm with it because I do think that we don't need to just have her be back and go to school like. And shit's normal, nigga. I want to see this shit really go. Oh, I just look look at the numbers from um, last week episode, y'all. Y'all are listening to that. That Super Cape was hidden. Yeah, yeah no, I, I rocked that episode. Uh, shit was funny. Um, I don't know, man. This is the final season of the Shy. So let's uh, talk real quick before we get up out of here, man. Three episodes left. Anything that you like, just want to see happen. I want at trig, this point trig to wrap this shit the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Papa, don't come back on screen. Yeah. Uh, Maisha, don't come back on the screen. Please. Uh, she like a foot taller than a nigga Papa, too. I said, Maisha growing like a fucking weed. I man. want to see the Keisha angle. This is the best. Keisha That's is the best easily story the storyline, dog. That's when she's on screen, what that, what everything, whether it's with Omari, whether it's with Ronnie. That's when the show not as horrible. Kevin, fam, them scenes with her and Kevin in the diner, a little flashback. I got sad a little bit during them parts, dog, because it was like, and then when it went back to her making a birthday card, her and Kevin season episode one at the at the at the wedding. When Kevin flashback, she got kidnapped, and they was in the back seat of the car, and he got her birth control, and then she got yelled at. Keisha so, is holding this show together right yeah. now, bro. Facts. And, um, usually, when Kevin's on cam, it's it's cool. Uh, the writing got him out of this. It, it did get him out the pain a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wasn't even really as bothered by Gemma this episode. I hated that they made them have or almost have sex. I didn't need that. Like, and, y'all so, don't even know each other like that. And then, dog, we are on what? So that was episode seven. We are on a seven episode streak of them giving us sex scenes, bro. Because it was funny when Kevin and Gemma didn't have sex. I literally said. Ooh, I'm glad they didn't show us them kids fucking, but I'm also glad we might get an episode of the show with no sex scene. Not possible. And then, bow, Emin and Dom gave us that weird shit. Well, Jacob Lattimore fucking with his pants on his ankles. And Lena only on three episodes, right? Yes. So, so that was her second one. So we got one more and she going to be fucking Candy. So we could potentially see a full season of sex scenes on a show where we had had two total over two seasons. Jesus Christ. I'm tapping out, man. Hey, man. Last three episodes, honestly, I just want them to go there. I want to see Duda or Trig die. If Duda die, I want Jake to kill him. If Trig die, I want Jasmine to kill him. I don't know why, I just want it. She won't, but hey, that's where I'm at. Uh, I want to see Duda kills Trig. And Jasmine Jake, kills. Jake kills Duda because he killed Trig. And then Jake go live with Jasmine. That'll be wild. Jake That'll be wild. With a, yeah, it's wild. It'll be wild to me, mainly because same way he, with Candy, Jake ain't said one physical word to Jasmine, nigga, like, ever. She don't know that little nigga. He, she, he barely know Trig, nigga. Like, that's a fact. Um, Other shit I want to see, I don't want to see Ronnie anymore because now I feel like they, y'all officially have no purpose for Ronnie. Yeah. That, which is why I thought he was going to die, right? Because I thought once he found and freed Keisha – he would get maybe beat or stabbed or shot or some shit and then would be laying there and would be like, 
watching her run away and be like, I did it. I get to see you, Grandma. I did it, Grandma. I'm a hero. And then we see Miss Ethel flashback and be like, you are a hero. And back when Dizzy Gillespie used to play <laughs> at the cock factory or whatever that shit was called. I was, uh, um, I don't want to see Ronnie anymore, but I, we probably will. I don't want to see Dre and Nina again, but I know we will. If we see Dre and Nina, I need Keisha in the scenes because I need it to be about what's happening at home. I want Nina to be like, yo, my daughter back, but you you still not welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you in the strap and get Cause, out. Because now that yeah. she's back, I'm telling her that you, you- Miss me with that bullshit. You packed her shit to fuck up. Yeah. You try to pack it to fuck yeah. up. Yeah, she didn't like you before. She definitely ain't going to like you when I tell you uh, when I tell her you was trying to say she was dead. Oh, what a, I don't want to see more of Dom and Emmett, but clearly we know that's happening because, fam, we got three episodes left and they just got control of Sonny's restaurant. I think that's going to fail. Um, Keisha, or I'm sorry, not Keisha, Tiffany's going to find them fucking or find a, uh, oh, and he fucked, yo, he fucked her raw. Baby. Baby coming. Old. Uh, Baby coming. High risk pregnancy coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 hey man episode 111 dog let us know what y'all thought about the episode of the shy let us know what y'all thought about the pod send your fucking blackberry letters to this week in culture at gmail this week in culture pod at gmail.com and follow us on all the socials man at this week in culture until then i'm trying not to get kicked off the airwaves i'm your host Antwood. that's jay johnson this week in culture episode 111 we out that was funny as fuck. <laughs>